Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Let's get the pumping. Does anyone really care? I know Clip said he, he packed us in, so I'm just glad that I can prove Clip on. So know your role. If you're a star, be a star. If you're a role player, you be the best damn role player there is. It's going to be fun. We in, we, in the, we in the fig. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm screaming too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. Are you ready for this? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. <laughs> Welcome in to this Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, pr927fm.com. You can be a part of today's program and uh chime in with questions comments concerns birthdays anniversaries whatever you like on uh facebook live and youtube you can be a part of the show that way and uh we will read those comments if they are appropriate for our airwaves got a fun show on tap for you today a lot of guests to get to planning to hook up with molly here in about 20 minutes we'll talk pga championship harold varner the third just wrapped up hole number two with a bogey so he is plus one early on on the day uh at the pga championship in tulsa surely don't worry about it um it was just gonna be <laughs> don't worry about it um so molly will join us how about the canes they win it last night in overtime as carolina beats new york one nothing uh series lead over the rangers wade mentor pa announcer for the hurricanes will join us coming up at about 345 brandon manning has been on the golf course all day uh he will not be joining us in studio but we'll talk to him on the phone for a little bit he's a pirate believer never gave up hope we'll talk some pirate baseball with the ecu alum and also um go inside the anger management rage room we might be doing that without brandon today but we'll see what we're raging about in the world of sports i'm trying to make chandler rage here early on uh, and we'll see if he's uh, got a hot head coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. Also, Billy Weaver will join us in the 4 o'clock hour as well. At 5 o'clock, Troy D will be in. We'll have our Preakness drawing. Uh, assistant Associate Commissioner C.J. Schaefer, is everything ready to go for the 5 o'clock hour today? Your mic's not. We are waiting on our actual commissioner haven't heard from him all day but really that's uh shocking to me as assistant commissioner it is my duty to make sure everything is in place no matter what happens and whether he's here or not we will have things run very smoothly (laughs) that is a lie (laughs) okay (laughs) if things do not run smoothly it will be his fault not mine who are you pointing to well hypothetically where troy will be sitting oh wow dissension in the ranks already this no dissension just this could I know be, I'm the man for the job. This could be explosive uh, coming up at 5 o'clock. We'll also talk to the legendary Ronald Vinson. As Scooter Scott Rogers mentioned yesterday, Rose advancing in the playoffs. We'll talk about their playoff run with the legendary RV. Coach Vincent going to join us in the 5 o'clock hour. Harold Varner the third teeing off. Do a little play-by-play for us, Chandler Honeycutt. And Varner knocks this one right down the middle over the trees. Can he get it over the trees? And it looks like Varner 
might be in trouble coming off that bogey on number two. But Varna, as he has, as we've seen before, especially in the Masters, going to scramble after a bad tee shot. Can he do it here on number three? Thank you for that, Chandler. What happened to the right down the middle at the beginning of that call? I thought it was going right down the middle, but it's kind of hard to tell sitting in Studio A at Pirate Radio. By the way, if you want to follow HV3, you can do so. He's on a uh, featured group along with Ricky Fowler and, of course, that other guy. Jason Day. That guy. Uh, and you can watch all their shots, and we are doing so. We'll keep you up to date here on uh, PRL. All right. Uh, Steve Hill says, Clipper! Clipper! I just John, wanted to see how long he would go. Oh, uh, I can go. John Moody said, Waza! Waza! Steve Hill says, Chandler! We don't have a cut for that. We'll call Atticus, former intern Atticus, yeah. to uh, call in one day and we'll record it. Susan Dean says, Hashtag Fire Matt Rule. So we're all in. <laughs> uh, what's going to happen the day that Matt Rule is fired? Uh, we prob- need to get Susan Dean's on the show <laughs> to celebrate that glorious day. Let's break into the radio programming with Susan Dean's. Matt Rule is the Panthers coach over under November 5th. Mm. Um, over meaning I'll later? Go, I'll go over. So you think he survives the season probably? Mm, I think maybe. And it would have to be a disastrous start to fire him yes. that early. So. Yeah. Um, either he'll go the whole season or we'll do what we did. I want to say we fired Ron Rivera in the month of December. If not, maybe um, – Right okay. there at the end of November, so right. I could see that kind of being that same situation with Matt Rule if the situation occurs. So, speaking of football, Chandler Honeycutt, anything you uh, you want to say? I do want to uh, request this because uh, I love when she does it. Shirley, do me a favor and back that fat truck up. It is. The David Price Construction Countdown to Kickoff. The ECU Football Countdown to Kickoff is brought to you by David Price Construction, run by ECU alum David Price. David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. Give them a call today, 919-291-5532, or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. For all your commercial or custom residential and building needs, David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. Chandler Honeycutt, how many days away are we from East Carolina and NC State kicking off? Which, by the way, next Thursday, we might have a kickoff time for that game. Keep an eye out and an ear out and a nose out for that. But how many days away are we from kicking things off? 107 days mm. away until ECU, mm. NC State, the Pirates and the Wolfpack, Mike Houston and Dave Doran, Devin Leary and Holton Naylor's battling it out September 3rd. Time TBA. We might we might have a time next week. We we shall see. It's going to be a packed house. It's going to be a packed house, and we need we need to rise to that to that stadium standard. We have to rise to it. It's going to be a packed house. It's going to be a weekend full of fun, a weekend full of football, and we cannot wait. Clip. We cannot wait. But you're going to have to wait 107 days away, and to kick off the season, to kick off that weekend. 
It is back. The Pirate Radio kickoff party is back, and it's back 105 days away from the party. We're going to party like a pirate right here in downtown Greenville at the State Theater. It is to crank it up, Shirley. It is time to party. It's been a two-year hiatus, and I cannot wait for that as well. So 105 days away till the party. 107 days until ECU and NC State kick off the 2022 campaign in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. All of that on the David Price Construction Countdown to Kickoff. Chandler, you really stick to the script. And by script, I mean you have no script. It's all off the cuff, but you say the exact same thing every week. Mm. And I like that. It makes me feel at home. Differently. One thing you didn't add this week that you usually do is people come up and ask me a lot of people ask you right yeah a lot of people asking you questions well i've what have they been asking you this week i mean they've been asking hey you're gonna have pirate radio live this week yeah we're gonna have pirate radio live this week yeah tune in on thursday because that's when we do the david price construction countdown to kickoff Mm -hmm. and i guess they're tired of me barking right back at them because i was tired i was tired of people asking because you know what that means? That means they don't tune into this program, which they need to do every single day, Monday through Friday, from 3 to 6. Then you will find out a lot of stuff. What do you say to people if you want them to stop asking something? Stop asking! I'd say even quit, perhaps. But that'd be me. Quit asking! There you go. That's a nice segue. Uh, yeah. Thank you, David Price Construction, for the countdown to kick off 107 days next Thursday. If you can do math... If you graduated from third grade, you know that we'll be 100 days away from kickoff. Speaking of David Price Construction, can I interject one moment? You know what? I'll allow it. You'll allow it? I'll allow it. I'm All righty. But How be about... careful, counselor. Okay. okay. I, will tr- I will tread carefully. How about thanks to David Price Construction, we have baseball tickets to tonight's game to what? give away. What? And if you're the first caller in and can get to this studio... Huh? Before the end of this show, I will give you four tickets to tonight's game. The first caller now? Yes. Right now? Right, right now? now. There's no tomorrow? 317-1250. If you can go to the game tonight and you can get to this studio and pick up these tickets before the end of the show. There it is. Hold on. Let me find out who it is. Every time I hear that phone, it's ringing. Oh, boy. Come on, dude. Nah. Yes, All right, dude. All right, uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll have thanks. our winner. Thank you, DP. Thank you, DPC. Thank you, David Price Construction, for the countdown to kickoff and for those four tickets to this lucky winner to the night's game between ECU and Houston. And I tell you what, if whoever wins right now, whoever Shirley just talked to, who was it, Shirley? Because I got a message for that person. What? Who just won? Well, the person said they wanted to pass it on to the next caller. That's not how the game is played. Here, let wow. me re, re, let me reemphasize what we're going to do here. If you call in, I tell you what, be sure that you can come and get these tickets before the end of the show. If you can't do that, don't call. All right, it's open. It's open. Back up. Lines are back open. It's back open. Three one seven twelve fifty. If you can come to this studio on Evan Street in Uptown Greenville before the end of this show. <laughs> You can have four <laughs> tickets to tonight's game between East Carolina and Houston at Clark Clare Stadium. 317-1250. I'm challenging Clips Doppelganger right now to call this call the line. By the way, if he exists, we haven't we have an update on that. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Uh some guy named Mike Devine has responded to the tweet and says, That is me. 
that they, that was at that game the other day between the South Bend Cubs and Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. And I will say he does have a picture in from April where he basically shows the reverse shot of where he would be sitting in that seat. So the weird thing is I look more like that guy in the picture than this guy looks like himself in the picture and he looks like a former this guy player. looks just like tony castleberry i was gonna say he looks like tony castleberry something really freaky is he happening. like uh transforms into pirate radio personalities Did anybody see the show the outsider on hbo where it, i think in that one it just infected you so it was you although i think it was a doppelganger thing maybe maybe there was two at one time but this guy does like yeah in fact uh i don't know what i'm trying to say help me out channel i don't know what you're trying to say please do some bebopping or scatting or something thank you all right moving on shirley do we have a winner no oh my god telemarketer all right 317-1250. 317-1250. I mean, how hard is this? It is the last series of the season. Not just the last home series. It's oh, the last man. series of the regular season. All right, we got things to do. Get out there. Call the station. Get the tickets. It turn, ain't that hard. Turn folks. off your station. Turn off your station. All right, we have another phone call. So help me if this is another telemarketer. You may hear me on the radio lose my you know what Shirley while you're answering hit Nick Saban this is Nick Saban from earlier this week talking about Jimbo and other items I know the consequence is going to be difficult for the people who are spending tons of money to get players and you've read about them you know who they are I mean we were second in recruiting last year A&M was first A&M bought every player on their team made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. All right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. We have a rule right now that says you cannot use name, image, and likeness to entice a player to come to your school. Hell, read about it in the paper. I mean, Jackson State paid a guy a million dollars last year that was a really good Division I player to come to school. It was in the paper, and they bragged about it. Nobody did anything about it. Nick Saban is upset because A&M is buying their entire recruiting class and Jackson State got a good player that should have been, according to Nick Saban, a D1 player. Maybe should have been an Alabama Crimson Titer, but Jackson State cheated, paid a guy a million dollars, according to Nick Saban. Jimbo Fisher, he was not going to stand for it. He had some comments, too. Let's hear those from this morning. First of all, I'll say it's a shame that we have to do this. It's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. That they broke state laws. That they're, that they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. It's ridiculous, but when, when he's not on top. And the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you've got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families and Texas A&M because we do things right. We're always going to do things right, but we're, not, we're always going to be here. We're doing a heck of a job. These coaches have done a great job. Our players have done a great job. The whole organization of recruiting people. It's despicable that we've got to sit here at this level of ball and, and say these things 
to defend the people of this organization, the kids, 17-year-old kids and their families. It's amazing. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. All right. I, we look, him up we to get the idea. If you want to hear the whole go thing, you can go face. hear it. This is just, it's perfect timing because we just had elections and it's two sleazy, greasy cheaters. Yeah. Hypocrites going after one another and Jimbo playing the holier than thou card. And and boy, really taking some shots. And Nick say, hey, go see what he's been doing. His career. Go to his past. Dig that up. Dig that up. Everybody wants to be God. It, see how God it, did what God did. It's despicable. It, it's really sad we got to talk about this. There were 17 17-year-old 17 kids. So Jimbo and Nick Saban are having a hissy fit at a, each other. A short you know what contest. And uh trying to see who's the shortest. And it is it is comical. I feel like these guys are insecure now because all of a sudden they don't control the entire power of what happens in their program. The the players are starting to get a little bit more of that power, a little more of the pie, and they are a little on edge and they don't like it. And when Nick Saban, when a guy Nick Saban wants goes to Jackson State, uh that's not how it's supposed to happen. That's not part of well, as Jimbo Fish would say, it's not part of God's plan, or in this case, Nick Saban's plan. Uh, this is different. We're in a new world, and they don't like it. And before these coaches know what's going on in their own program, which is one reason why you don't you know, raise any stink about this, because once you raise a stink, people are going to start looking in your program. But you just it was almost like there was an unwritten rule that, hey, let's uh, – Let's not talk about this in the open. Let's all go about our cheating business, and we'll shake hands after a game and make the best cheater win, the biggest cheater win. Well, now they are coming out slinging bleep at one another. Mm. And now I see people like, oh, I can't wait to watch A&M in Alabama. Whatever. I mean, Bama's going to win by 40. Who cares? They'll probably shake hands after the game. This is uh, kind of like pro wrestling, and it's really like – Politics. I mean, we just had the uh, the elections, and you've got each side not really saying what they're going to do good, just saying the other guy is a cheat and a liar yeah. and a scumbag and the worst person in the world. And it's just it's hilarious to me that these guys who have been on top forever and are, are raking in these millions are now starting to there's i don't know there is it the building crumbling around him not really nick saban is still going to be on top forever but he's starting to to get a little pushback and a&m had the top recruiting class and that did not sit well right with nick saban and for that to happen a&m had to out cheat alabama according to god i mean nick saban according to jimbo <laughs> so uh, where do we go from here? Apparently, Dion is going to come out with some stupid video. Everything has to be about Dion, doesn't it? Good. Well, hey, look. Well, they, they brought, they him, brought him in. in. They that's brought true. him in here. That's Dion true. was chilling. Yeah, that's true. On I mean, the sidelines. And if I'm Dion, I get all in the middle of this thing. Yeah. And I bring even more people to Jackson State and laugh on the way. And that's probably the worst thing that Nick Saban could have done. I it's agree. Such a mess. Everybody mentioned the university that Deion Sanders coaches for. Because yeah. now he's going to come in and he's going to do exactly what primetime does. And that's going to just steal the show. And it's probably going to help him out in recruiting. There are 131 teams in the FBS. 
And there, are, you can probably count on one hand the amount of coaches who who don't want the level of parity that we're about to get. Everybody else, and I mean, there's not going to be parity. It's no, uh, that's that's yeah, and that's what makes it even worse. There's really not even going to be that much parity, like you said. Texas A&M travels to Alabama in uh, I think October. They're going to lose anyway. So really, you're you're complaining about nothing. I just I think it's hilarious. It's just it's crazy because these two guys are crooks. These two guys have something up their sleeve. They're doing something. They're they're doing stuff criminal in college football, and they're both college football politicians. They liked it when it was when all this stuff was illegal, and they could do it behind closed doors. And now that it's more out in the open, it does even it a little bit to where because Nick Saban referenced Miami basketball players getting money to go there. So the old way was working for Nick Saban, and he doesn't. The, the new way is going to work for him too. I don't know what his deal is with uh, with Jimbo, but all these guys, man, it's hilarious. And it reminds me of his deal with Jimbo's because he jumped him in recruiting I mean, polls. Yeah, he's yeah. That's and he not does how not like that because be. that's never been how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Well, somebody needs to clean up all this mess. And by this mess, I don't just mean sports. I mean America. And you know what, Chandler? All these political ads lately. I think I'm ready to serve the constituents of Eastern North Carolina. And how can you do that, Clip Brock? I'll tell you how I can do that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run for office, and I'm going to do a little thing called Create Jobs. That's right. I'm going to create jobs. Because jobs are what makes this economy go. And guess what? Guess what my opponent does? Deletes jobs. My opponent does not like people working. But I like people working, so I'm creating jobs. You know what else I'm going to do? Are you sitting down? I'm going to lower taxes. Whoa! Yep, you heard me. That's huge. I am lowering taxes! Guess what? Guess what the other guy, gal whatever they are guess what they want to do raise your taxes they want you to spend more money on taxes not me not on my watch because when you elect me lowering taxes hey i'm not wait hold your applause because this one you're really gonna like you know what i'm gonna do when i'm elected elect me i'm gonna lower your gas prices i'm gonna lower your damn gas prices you yes, mean sir. it? Do you, you mean, mean it? Price? Yes, sir. We're lowering gas prices. How am I going to do it? Don't worry. If I tell you, I have to kill you. <laughs> and I've never killed anyone, I promise. But my opponent has. My opponent has killed three people. I'm going to lower your gas prices. And I'll tell you how I'm going to do it. How you going to do it, Clipper? By sticking it to the fat cats in Washington, baby. Woo, baby. Stick it to them. Come on, baby. Um, there are some other things I want to do. You ever heard of balance the budget? <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It's been talked about, but guess what? I'm doing it. Why are you not applauding? You don't want me to balance the budget? Show me some damn applause. Appreciate me. Respect me. Come on. Give me your money. Come on, baby. Give me your money. I'll balance your budget. I'll lower your gas prices. I will lower taxes. I'll create jobs. 
Do you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to support the military. Oh, my gosh. How am I going to do it? USA. By having a giant American flag behind me for every speech I do. And that, I promise you, I will find the biggest flag, the brightest flag. And I'll stand right beside it every time I talk to you, the people of Eastern North Carolina. Talk to them, Cliff. Come on. You know what else I want to talk about? What you want to talk about? Come on. The border, abortion, terrorism, gun control, noon football games. I got opinions on all of them. And I'll tell you what they are. As soon as you tell me what you want my opinion to be, and as soon as you grease my palm and tell me what I should believe about those opinions, who's with me? Who likes where I'm going with this? So vote for me, and I will do none of this crap. But another four years from now, when there's another election, you best believe I'm going to talk about doing this crap. And you're going to vote for me again because I'm one of you. We like the Google words you up. say. You like what I say? Woo! You like that! All right. You like that! Thank you for listening. I'll pass around the offering plate. Do I have your vote? You have my vote, sir. Yes, sir. Hey. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, Clip Brock. Tell your family. Uh, it's nice to see you. What's your... Uh, hey, if you have a baby, bring the baby to the studio right now. He'll hold your baby. Take a picture. I'll of hold baby. your baby. I'll kiss the baby. I'll kick the baby. Whatever you want me to do. I will do whatever you want me to do. I will be your puppet. As long as you give me money, feed my ego, and put me put my face on billboards, I'm going to be a big star. All right. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Guess what? My opponent doesn't want Malcolm Gray to tell you to be quiet. <laughs> My opponent does everything that I don't do if I'm doing a good thing. You understand what I'm telling you? I, I got you. Cliff, yeah. I have a request. Okay. My dad asked if you could kiss his baby, which I believe he's referring to me. All right. You're, there. You know what? Your dad's a little bit of a weirdo, but it's 2022. And if I will get your dad's vote by kissing you, then I will damn sure do it. Well, we'll see if I'll do whatever it takes. Because my opponent wouldn't kiss you. That's true. Because my opponent doesn't have lips because he's one of the lizard people. That's right. <laughs> I said it. He's a lizard. I said it. He's a lizard. Take a break, Shirley. Can well, you play the national anthem as we go out? Holy cow. Let's uh, ease up on the jokes, stuff like that, because I'm taking this stuff serious now. Thanks. Who said it was a joke? Nothing I say when I say the national anthem. I'll tell you what's a joke. It's not a joke. My a opponent's joke? attack ad on me. None of what he said or she said was true or false. None of Clip was at that baseball game. That was not me. That was not Clip Brock. It was a conspiracy theory. And it was a conspiracy set up by one Tony Castleberry. Sure. My this opponent wants you to think that was me there, but that was not me. Unless you want it to be it's me. And if that was, if you want that to be me, that will be me. Just give me money. I need money. <laughs> if you give me your money, I'll create jobs, lower taxes, lower gas prices, balance the budget, support the military. I'll stand up to cancel culture. I'll do something about the border and abortion and terrorism and gun control and noon football games. And I will make sure your college football team gets the best five-star recruits. I'm going to do all that. 
because I'm tired of sitting around waiting on somebody to do it. The best thing to do is do it your damn self. We'll be back after this. Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, welcome back into the program. Clip Rock here, Chan Man, Siege, and Shirley Rhodes. Coming up later on on today's program, we'll hear from the uh, PA announcer at a rockin' PNC arena, Wade Minter, fresh off an overtime win last night. Chandler, right after sports trivia at AJ's fun game last night, I told you I'm going to try to make it home. I'm going to try to make the trek from Bell's Fork to uh, Winterville-ish and uh, get home in time for overtime. I did pull up the game on ESPN on my phone, so I was listening to it on the way home and uh, did not get home in time for that overtime winner by the Canes. So you were able to listen to it. That's good. I actually thought that you were you know not listening to it or keeping up with it because uh, i remember you saying like hey i'm i'm gonna go ahead home and it was that commercial uh it was that period between the the third period and overtime and i was i had good confidence that you would get home i thought at, so too i least. thought it was gonna go on for a while um yeah i was thinking that it would get down to like the last maybe five minutes of overtime instead it came down it didn't even take five minutes uh in overtime i believe it was what sixteen thirty eight when the Canes scored the goal and got over the Rangers to take the uh, game one win. Molly's waiting, so two. tighten this up a little bit. <clears throat> you get, you done? That, that was it? You got it. All right, thanks. Uh, he's putting pressure on me. Sorry, Chandler. It's right. not about you. Well, I was done. I was going to be done anyway. All right, I felt like, much like last Talk night's Talk to Molly. Overtime. Hey, Molly, how are you? Hey, Molly. Hey, bud. I don't think there's any reason for anybody to get home to see that game. They could have just listened to Chandler's recap there. That was very thorough. <laughs> Molly coming out firing on all cylinders early. That's despicable, Molly. As was Rory McIlroy today, Molly, who is on top of the leaderboard as we speak at the PGA Championship, five under par. There's uh, two at four under, including Will Zalatoris. Right now, we're watching Harold Varner III, who did birdie recently, Chandler, to get him back to even par, right? Yes, sir. uh, You've been able to follow round one today out in uh, Tulsa there, Molly? Very sporadically, I, I, it was all over the place when Tiger went to one under after one. Mm. And then I got a notification that, uh, like you just said, Rory was on fire. But that's about as much as I've been able to, to consume today. We got uh, I, we had our draft yesterday, Molly, which you wanted no part of for good reason. I understand that. 
I got uh, I got your boy Tony Finau. I got Brooks Kepka. I got Jordan Spieth. Shirley Rhodes looking good right now with McElroy and Will Zalatoris. Uh, who uh, who uh, who do you think comes out? Uh, who are your favorites to win this thing, Molly, on Sunday? Uh, I like Spieth. I like Rory, uh, and I like Shuffler. Scotty Shuffler. All right, there are Molly's picks. We actually had, had somebody tweet me last night, Molly. You are so respected in the golf fandom world that somebody asked uh, if i had molly's picks yet so at least one guy out there is interested in what you have to say yeah that was my son <laughs> all right fair enough my mole is joining us molly got pirate baseball tonight friday and saturday the hottest team in the country they have the longest winning streak in all of college baseball and uh have have done this turnaround it's going to get them in a regional and i ate some crow cliff called me out uh he had some fun with that and i'll gladly eat it uh this team has surpassed what i thought they'd be able to do this year uh, they have once again ran through the american yeah you know what i think we talked about it early on and they were trying to kind of figure out an identity but you had to feel like the conference was right for the taking and uh you know they got tested right out of the gate with uh, what looked like it was going to be the top end of the conference and then obviously uh, you couldn't help but look forward to this weekend thinking, you know, it could all come down to the Houston series. But, I, you know, obviously the conference championship's in the bag. They can hang the banner. Uh, now it's it's about, you know, staying kind of staying hot and going out and win this series this weekend and then have a great showing uh, in Clearwater and, and then just see where, you know, where the chips fall. It's kind of funny. I hear lots of people going, oh, we're going to go to UVA. We're going to Virginia Tech. We're going to listen. You get over all that. We'll know where we're going after the selection show, and then there are no bad draws. There's some that are better than others, but if your name's called, you get a chance to go play. You're still alive. It's a good draw. And we've seen in the past, East Carolina has won a regional as a three right there in Charlottesville. And uh, I guess it doesn't really matter too much, Molly, if you're a two or a three, right? No, I mean, and the, you know, the thing is, unless you're the host, uh, you know, everybody else is at a disadvantage. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's, it's one of those deals where – uh, we, we just get so used to it in Greenville with the success that the program's had yeah. that it's just a given that regionals and super regionals are going to be held in Greenville uh, or, or just that we're definitely, you know, every year we're getting in. Well, it, it's such a blessing and, and such a uh, – the history, the winning culture of this program uh, is what allows that to happen day in, day out, or year in, year out. So, I, you know, we, we need to be appreciative and be thankful that we've got uh, – what well, looks like at least three more weekends of Pirate Baseball, and just see where it goes from there. Mike Mullis joining us. Mully, uh, how you like the finger pointing between the SEC coaches there? Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher going back and forth on who the biggest cheater is. Well, you know, and, and that, that's, a, that's all a dollar deal, right? I mean, it's one of those things where uh, Saban's always had, uh, you know, for lack of a better way to put it, he's always been the cock of the walk and got whatever he wanted and had more money and more resources. Uh, and Jimbo Fisher's gone down into Texas A&M and proven that that, uh, that that alumni base is equally as passionate about their athletics and not just football, but their athletics as a whole uh, as Alabama. So, I mean, I, you know, Saban, this is a little bit of sour grapes. I think the best thing Saban could do is, is kind of let it go and, and do what he talks to his kids about doing and the way they, you know, uh, kind of perform and, 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 and take, uh, you know, protect their culture. He needs to be more concerned with that right now than what Texas A&M's doing. And what Texas A&M's doing is quite impressive with the recruiting class they had in football. So I, I wonder how many of those guys they took directly from Alabama, and I wonder even more at what financial 
cost that was. Is this a one-time spat, Molly, or does this kind of open up the dam of coaches going after other coaches and other programs publicly? Because it seemed like everybody kind of knew what was going on, but you didn't talk about what the other guy was doing because you don't want people to look at what you're doing. But now they are all out in the open with it. So I'm wondering, you know, where we go from here is does it all quiet down or does Florida uh, have something to say about Georgia or does, you know, Michigan uh, Harbaugh have something to say about Ohio State? Like what what happens next? Well, Michigan and Ohio State always have something to say about each other, regardless of who the head coach is. That is a that that's a, a, a true hatred between those, you know, those two fandoms. But. Man, I think, you know, the curtains pull back. I mean, everybody knows that uh, there is no Wizard of Oz. What what they know is that, that the money is moving and uh, they they can uh, – you can see it now. You can hear about it. The kids can uh, go on social media and brag about it. So, I mean, what, what's there to hide? And, and now it's kind of fair game. I, you know, it just adds another uh, WWE element to college football. Let's, let's let them all hate each other. Maybe we can get a pay-per-view where Saban, Saban and uh, Jimbo Fisher – and maybe even their staff, maybe have like a Royal Rumble kind of situation, let them go at it at halftime of their game. Well, it's already started because now everybody's talking about the date that A&M and Alabama are playing. It's going to do tremendous ratings. It'd be great if they're both undefeated or top 15 when they meet, but it's not going to live up to the hype. Bama will probably win by 40, and then we'll go on about our business. But, yeah, they are already hyping up like WWE does the road to WrestleMania starting in like january they're already uh hyping up when's the game october november yeah so yeah i uh this could be brilliant marketing by the sec you know yeah. you get your two biggest dogs going at each other uh next thing you know maybe the uh, contract for the t- television rights uh reflects the popularity or at least the, the the spotlight that's being cast on these games uh i mean it could be a uh, financial windfall uh, at even a larger level for uh, you know for the SEC in general. So who knows? It, I, you know, and I, look, I'll take your forty Alabama Texas A and I, I I I think that's going to be interesting, and I I think Nick Saban's very fearful that his uh, his his day as the lone ruler is over. Yeah, I'm not getting involved in gambling or a pool with you, Molly. By the way, coming up at five o'clock, our Preakness straw. If you want to tune into that. No, I'm good. Thanks. Okay. Uh, Molly, before we let you go, would you rather explore deep space or the deepest parts of the ocean? Space. Any reason why? I mean, you ask a question. You get further away from us? <laughs> All right, fine. Thank you for answering with, uh, with honesty. All right, Molly. Is that it? That's it, buddy. That was it? That's it. We got to go. Got a lot of guests today. All right. Okay. Well, I enjoyed it. See you, both. See you. Mike Mullis. It's not the same when he's not in studio giving you that disapproving look. No. Because there's nothing I like more than asking a question. And you can hear the disgust in his Uh voice through the phone, but you don't get the full effect of Mully looking at you like you're the dumbest son bitch on earth. And that's what I missed today. It's the, one of the best feelings ever. <laughs> it is. It just is. saying something and then looking over and him just kind of staring into your soul. It's, like, our... it's like a rite of passage to be just eviscerated <laughs> <laughs> vocally and visually. Yeah. I mean, our power rankings of greatest things. Like, I would have loved to have seen the looks of Mike Mullis when he would have said, 
what he said about me at the beginning of this interview yeah that'd have been awesome power rankings of greatest thing on earth uh lrb number one day Base, baseball day baseball specifically like royals uh tigers <laughs> number two mike mullis looking at you after you say something stupid that's it gets no better Some than that the world's best feelings and if you vote for me i'll have all the day baseball all the time have mullis and mike mullis uh implemented into your smartphones where every time you look he's giving you a look of disapproval like a like a gif or jif or whatever you want to call it just of him going Mm-hmm. that's it all right let's take a break when we return we'll talk some hurricanes hockey canes up one nothing in their series over the rangers we'll talk to wade mentor when we return to wrap up hour one after this Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go to IT expert since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts. For any of your business needs, let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, Harold Varner III playing in the PGA Championship in Tulsa, Oklahoma. How about his last four tournament finishes? They're showing it right now, the graphic on ESPN Plus, if you want to follow his group. Tied for fourth in the Zurich Classic. Tied for third in the RBC Heritage. The numbers just went off. Tied for 18th in the Masters? Uh, 23rd. 23rd for the Masters, and then the World Championship, the World Golf Championship was tied for 18. What a run he has been on. Fantastic, and uh, trying to keep that going this weekend. The leader right now is Rory McIlroy at five under par. Harold is even, but having a little trouble on this whole five, right, Chandler? Yeah. Needs um, to save par here. Put it right down the middle of the fairway and then hit his uh, hybrid or his fairway wood a little too long. It went off the back of the green, so he's going to have to chip up. Uh, for par, I believe this is a par four. I know I heard that this there wasn't many par fives on this course. Um, a lot of uh, long par fours, but uh, yeah, he's on the back of the green there, so... All right, well, we'll uh, keep you up to date on what's going on on the PGA uh, leaderboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Buccaneer Musical Scoreboard leaderboard. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, I do know that the Hurricanes won last night, yes, sir. and we'll talk about it now with Wade Mentor, PA announcer at PNC Arena. He joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line. Wade, how you doing today? Uh, Cliff, it's a great day when the Canes win, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, in the fashion they won last night. And, Wade, you – I uh, have seen a lot of these uh, playoff runs now recently. The Canes were on that long stretch, missing the playoffs, but have had a lot of fun in PNC Arena in recent memories. And, Wade, since you've been on the stick there, on the mic, where does uh, last night's rank with uh, with playoff wins? Well, it certainly wasn't the prettiest game the Canes have ever won, that's for sure. It was a very rough first 40 minutes, uh, partially because the Rangers were doing a good job of getting in the shot lanes, not really letting the Canes get anything going on on the offensive side of the puck. 
Uh, and partly because the Canes looked sloppy. They were missing passes. They were uh, having an uncharacteristic number of turnovers. Rangers got an early goal, and, you know, it stuck for a very long time. And you were wondering, is this a one nothing game that the Canes just can't get back into it? But the Cardiac Canes came through again. A late goal from Sebastian Ajo sends it to overtime. And then a very unlikely hero in uh, veteran defenseman Ian Cole who, who ends it and sends the fans home happy. And Wade, while you're you're sitting there, you're you're ready for anything. Your your announcements, your penalties, your your goals if they come. But you've watched now, you know, and participated in thousands of hockey games to my dozens and one hundreds that I've watched. So every game's probably got a different feel. But did you feel like one was coming for Carolina last night, or did you think the the Rangers were going to walk out of there one nothing with a win last night? What, what was your feeling there in the last five minutes or so? The last five minutes, I, I felt optimistic. Uh, the Canes came out at the start of the third period with a lot of jump. Uh, the jump that wasn't there in the first two periods. First two periods you're like, this is going to be a slog. The Canes just don't have it tonight. This is going to be a one nothing game or maybe a 2 nothing game with an empty netter. But start of the third period it's like somebody flipped the switch. It was like the Canes that you were expecting to see. They were fast. They were aggressive. Putting a lot of shots on net. Uh, Igor Shosturkin, who's up for not only the Best Goalie Award, but also the League MVP Award was turning him away. But you figured there that he was beatable, and there would just be like a greasy goal that could get there. And that Sebastian Ajo's second effort with two and a half minutes left, right as Antti Ranta was getting ready to head to the bench for the extra attacker. When that happened, you're like, all right, we've, we've got this. Wade Mitzer joining us. Wade, we uh, cover, of course, ECU Athletics. Right now, East Carolina has the longest winning streak in all of college baseball and one thing we're saying about them is they are they're having different heroes every night and yeah at times your your regulars like your sebastian ajos will come through for you but for the hurricanes how about max domi being the hero in game seven on saturday and then last night ian cole having the winner in overtime that's a sign of a good team right wade where you you have those different heroes step up game to game Every good team's got to have depth, whether it's Pirates baseball or Hurricanes hockey. you got to be able to trust that everybody on the team is going to be able to step up if they need to. And, you know, in a couple of games where the Canes stars work quite clicking, you know, Andre Svechnikov for a while, um, Sebastian Ajo until he scored the big goal, you got to get guys like a Max Domi who, you know, has been in the league for a little while, former top pick, Never scored a playoff goal. And then in Game 7 against the Boston Bruins, he factors in on all three goals. Two goals and an assist for Max Domi, uh, who had himself a night. And then you got Ian Cole, who's won a couple Stanley Cups, who's been on a bunch of different teams, been in the league for a long time. I think I saw that this was his second-ever playoff goal in 100-and-some playoff games that he's played in. But, you know, why not him? He believes in himself. The team believes in him. Man gets the puck, throws it on net, gets a very fortunate bounce off of a Rangers stick past Igor Shesterkin, but you don't get that bounce if you don't make the shot. And I think that's the mentality that the Canes are playing with. Wade Mentor joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Game 2 coming up Friday, PNC Arena, Carolina, and the New York Rangers. And a lot of focus last night was on the Canes not being able to to break the seal, score that goal. They finally did late in the third with Ajo and then win it in overtime. But that could have been 3 nothing at that point, 4 nothing, Wade, but some great goaltending by the Hurricanes last night. And, uh, and hopefully that uh, continues on uh, this series. 
Absolutely. Auntie Ranta is the only reason the Canes weren't down big in that game. He made some miracle saves. He kept the team in it when nobody else seemed to be going. He faced a ton of shots in the first two periods and only let one in. And that one was off of a pretty bad turnover with a two-on-one and a rare misplay by defenseman Jacob Slavin. The Auntie Ranta story has been great to see. He's a, a guy who's been in the league for a while. He's been on a bunch of bad teams. Um, never really had a chance to kind of carry the weight in the playoffs. He was brought in to be the Canes' backup goalie behind Freddie Anderson. But with Freddie Anderson's injury, they turned to him, and he has absolutely delivered. He's been one of the better goalies in the playoffs, and the team, you can tell, has complete trust in him. When they've got trust in the goalie, they play their style, and their style is very effective. Wade Mincer joining us. Canes win it 2-1 to one last night after that. Battle of Alberta, and I uh, gave up on this one, Wade, when it was three to one. I guess some things happened after I turned it off. Nine to six, Calgary uh, beating Edmonton last night in Game One of that series. What, what was going on with all the goals last night in that one? It was a weird one, wasn't it? <laughs> I have played beer league games where the goalies literally didn't show up to the rink, and we've had lower scores than that. Uh, it, it's a throwback to kind of 80s NHL where the goalies hadn't quite figured out how to solve the shooters. You had a lot of high-scoring games. It was a weird one. I, I came in when it was, uh, I think, like 4-2 to two or something. Yeah. I was kind of in the middle of it. And I just watched, and I was like, oh, it's getting weirder. It's getting <laughs> weirder. Uh, it keeps getting weirder. It, it was definitely a tale of two different games. Like, it didn't even look like the same sport. You've got a very tight-checking Canes Rangers game on one end, and then you've got a wide open Bad Love Alberta on the other end. It was just kind of weird seeing those two completely different styles of games in the same playoffs on the same night. Yeah, wild stuff. How about the Lightning taking game one against the Panthers? Game two tonight, seven o'clock, TNT. Florida is a favorite in this one, but trailed the series one game to nothing. Do you think the Panthers knotted up tonight, Wade? Uh, you'd like to think with all the talent they've got on that team that they come back. Um, you know, that Panthers-Lightning game looks a lot like the Canes-Rangers game could have gone, uh, if not for Auntie Ranta. Uh, the Lightning jumped up early. They got a lot of power play goals. Uh, that team is deadly on the power play. And, you know, every, every year you look and you're like, this is the year the Tampa Bay kind of falls off. Their guys are getting older. They can't continue the, the run. But just kind of like the uh, New England Patriots dynasty days, every time they get in the playoffs, it seems like they find a way to turn it up to another notch. Um, you know, my hope is that those two teams beat each other up pretty good because if the Canes end up pulling the series out against the Rangers, they get the winner of that Florida-Tampa series. And uh, you know, both of those teams have the ability to, to win it all. Wade Mitchell joining us. Wade, uh, I always enjoy seeing who is going to sound the siren for the Carolina Hurricanes. Here's one for you. And it doesn't have to be North Carolina or Hurricanes related, but who uh, would be Wade Minter's dream siren sounders for the Hurricanes? Uh, three people, Wade, you'd like to have in PNC. Oh, wow, that's a tough one. Um, let's see. So uh, we will go go to the ranks of professional wrestling. I think Stone Cold Steve Austin sounded the siren be good. He can uh, crack open a couple Steve Weisers, pour them on his face, and then uh Get the uh, get the crowd going. Oh hell yeah, I'm, I'm in on that one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think we could get. Uh, I think we get local boy Jake Cole, uh, Dreamville Festival fame, come out here, sound the siren. All right. That would be good. 
And then uh, uh, kind of a dark horse. I'm uh, I'm Twitter friends with uh, longtime NHL referee Tim Peel, uh, the notorious Tim Peel from uh, NHL referee days. Uh, he actually was joking that he should come out and sound the siren. And, you know, if you think Gary Bettman gets boozed when he's in the arena, if you get former NHL referee Tim Peel on the siren, I bet it would be uh, be deafening, and that would be fun to see. That would be interesting to have. Uh, make I guess make sure he's wearing stripes when he's doing it to really play the heel role. Yeah, of that, course. Yeah, he's going to heal it up. Great job with that one, Wade. Wade Mentor, you can hear him through your TVs, or if you are one of the lucky ones that gets to head to PNC Arena to see Game 2, Carolina and New York. And Wade, 2-1, to one, Canes just eke it out in overtime in Game 1. Expecting something similar game two? What, what kind of game uh, do you think we'll see on Friday? I think we'll see something a little more wide open. I think the Canes were able to finally find their game against uh, against the top New York Rangers team in the third period. You'd like to think they, they go back, they look at the film, they figure out what they were doing well. I'd like to see the Canes come out with a little more jump, get some pressure early. Uh, they Both teams did a really good job of staying out of the penalty box. I think if the Canes have an Achilles heel, it's that they take a lot of penalties. If they can play a disciplined game and get out early, I think we're going to see a very di- very different result uh, in terms of the scoreboard, but the same result at the end of the series. I think we see Canes go up two games to nothing heading up to Madison Square Garden. Wade, always appreciate your time. Great to talk Canes hockey with you. Uh, have a great call on the mic tomorrow night at PNC Arena, and uh, we'll try to track you down again and talk more hockey down the road with you. Sounds good, Cliff. Enjoy your time down there in Greenville. Let's go, Canes. All right, looking forward to Game 2 coming up on Friday night. You'll hear the voice of Wade Minter coming through your TVs, or you can hear him in person if you uh, can head over to PNC Arena. going to be a rowdy one coming up Friday night. Let's take a timeout. Come back when we return. We'll talk some pirate baseball with Brandon Manning. We got to go inside the anger management rage room. I've already raged one time today. Let's see if I have anything else to rage about. Good news: Harold Varner the third just birdied. Bad news: just hit a tee shot into the water. So we'll let you know. We'll give you an update on what's going on at the PGA Championship when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Clip Brock here. Let's take a look at the Buccaneer Music Hall leaderboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Rory McIlroy in the lead. Round one PGA Championship. Harold Varner III is one under par, but... His tee shot on six or seven, Chandler. Where are they at? They're on a par three. He hit it in the water. 
I guess he couldn't drop or chose not to drop, so he hits it off the tee again and sticks it 14 feet from the cup, which would have been awesome if he'd have done that the first time around. So he's going to to fall back in the uh, rankings here, but right now uh, sitting at one under, about to go to uh, one over or two over. And now they're actually showing the tee shot of Brandon Manning. Brandon Manning is now on (laughs) on the tee now. Brandon, uh, Brandon Manning joins us for our... Farm Bureau ECU baseball recap. Brandon, uh, did, have you hit any balls into the water lately? I, there are no water shots, but I have hit a few in the sand today. All right, fair enough. Uh, Brandon Manning's been golfing and uh, not joining us in studio today, but wanted to get Brandon on for our Farm Bureau ECU baseball recap and because Brandon was trying to chime in while I was getting roasted by Cliff Godwin and other players about giving up on the team that you, Brandon, never gave up on this ECU baseball team. That's correct. That's, that is correct. I want to document it somewhere in the archives that there was only one or two of us maybe the last month and a half that never gave up. And uh, you look pretty smart right now as East Carolina is the hottest team in America, longest win streak, got Houston Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And even though they clinched the regular season championship last week, Brandon, it's not like mission accomplished, right? I mean, they still got some uh, some improvements they can do on the resume and, and go ahead and finish out this regular season strong this weekend. That's right. They're playing for seeding. Um, they're playing for, you know, a nicer hotel, if you will. You you want to stay closer to home. You want to stay in your own bed and play, if at all possible. So I think that's what they need to play for and concentrate on. Do you believe, and, and we're late in the season now, so it might not even be what I'm about to ask, but the old uh, don't peak too early, like maybe you don't want to go. Do you need another loss to humble you? Or if you're East Carolina, if you're Cliff Godwin, you just want to keep winning uh, the rest of the way? No, I mean, they they need to keep the confidence, keep the ball rolling. Once you stop that ball, it's over. I mean, not over, but, I mean, once you stop that ball from rolling, I think it, it, it changes the way that everybody's looking at them right now. I mean, everybody's looking at them like that they're an unbeatable thing. It's going to take more pressure on everybody to get ECU to lose. So, I mean, I, I think that if, if they keep winning, everything stays the course and they keep on Brandon Manning joining us. East Carolina, the favorite certainly next week in Clearwater in the tournament, but we've seen how that's gone in the past. We've seen, what, Cincinnati pop up and win one year. Uh, So anything can happen down there. And it looks like, Brandon, if East Carolina does not win the American, that's the only way they're going to get two teams in the tournament this year. Might be a one-bid league if East Carolina wins the regular season and wins the tournament in Clearwater. I think you're right with that, Cliff. I mean, it's been a down year for the conference. Yeah. I think there's a couple of teams that have a pretty good body of work. Um, but ECU sweeps this and keeps right on winning. It very well could just be ECU in the tournament. Brandon, the main reason I wanted to get you on is uh, over the weekend, uh, I had to read what was put in front of me while I was doing the PA that welcomed back some ECU baseball alums. And I read to the public there at Clark LeClaire Stadium that these players have left a lasting impact on East Carolina baseball. And one of those names I read was Brandon Manning. And then on Sunday, Brandon Manning threw out one of the first ceremonial first pitches in the game. So, Brandon, I must ask you, what lasting impact have you left on East Carolina baseball? On what not to do. Um, I'm, I'm a good good, uh, good blueprint on things. This is how you don't need to do it, guys. And you need that example, right? I mean, some people need to know what not to do. That's a good point. It's just like me putting. Um, 
you know, it, I I go first. I missed a putt, but I do a good job. They see what not to do. <laughs> Speaking of putting, Chandler, this is frustrating, right? Harold drills the putt. If he didn't hit the water, he birdies this par three, and he's two under. Instead, he's one over, but credit to him for saving this hole. But right now, Brandon, we're watching it. Rory McIlroy in the lead at five under. HP3 drops to one over on the day. But, uh, boy, he drilled that putt and needed that as uh, he tries to keep pace here. But uh, round one of the PGA Championship. Who's your pick to uh, win it this weekend? Uh, I'll go with Rory. He's playing good. I, I mean, I won't. Of course, John Daly was up there earlier, but I mean, I don't think he can maintain it. Uh, I, I like Rory. He's a good guy. It's funny you mentioned John Daly. He was the first to tee off this morning at eight o'clock, and he gets a birdie in his first few holes, and everybody's like, "John Daly's leading the PGA Championship." Yeah. Guess who's the leader is? Well, no crap. He's the first guy that teed off this morning. But I mean, it's great. I mean, it, it, it was a it was a it was a like a fact. He was leading at one point. Probably won't lead again this weekend, but good for J.D. Yeah, that, that was all on Twitter earlier. Chandler, when you were a Hooters guy, did uh, John Daly ever go into your restaurant? No, he uh, didn't. That's now, unfortunate. I would have passed out probably. <laughs> it's, not, it's like the, the Beatles when they used to come through. Nah, Elvis. Man, I love John Daly. All right, fair enough. Uh, Brandon... We, uh, we're going to let you run since you're on vacay, but uh, anything, any mini rages you have before we go inside the anger management rage room? Anything just bugging you? Mini rages. Uh, no, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I haven't been in town, so nothing's been going on. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm loving life right now. I'm not, not, no rages for me right now. Good. You're on vacation, so you need to have that peaceful, calm feeling. So we'll let you run today. Brandon, hopefully we can get you back in studio soon, but thanks for joining us today, man. Yes, sir. Be back tomorrow. See y'all at the game this weekend. All right, buddy. There's Brandon Manning, part of the Farm Bureau ECU baseball recap with Farm Bureau Insurance. You can call Brandon 531-1812 to schedule a review, get a free quote, uh, with somebody you can trust and uh, a pirate alum who has left a lasting impact mm-hmm. on ECU baseball. I know that to be true because I read it uh, the other day Legend. at Clark LeClaire Stadium. All right, let's take a break. Uh, Chandler, call this Harold Varner the third tee shot. His Harold, even paw as he takes a warm up stroke. Oh, he's even. I had a plus one. He's even. Sorry. You were wrong, sir. As he stripes it right down the fairway, Harold Varner the third, and he goes left. But it's still on that left edge of the fairway. and That baby's oh, rolling. Get hot. It still rolls, and it will get down that hill there. And Vana. It's still going. It's still going. <laughs> I think it just hit 400 yards. This is the longest tee shot in history. Holy cow. But there's Vana as he sits at a perfect even. What a big putt on that last hole. That was huge. Three after putting that ball in the drink. But Vana is red hot right now, and we'll see how he does down the stretch. We'll have to get a number on that shot, the yardage, because that was a bomb from Harold Varner III. We will go inside the anger management rage room and rage a little bit when we return, for sure, on Pirate Radio Live in terms of after this. A little bit, for sure.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right. I uh, got my rage out a little earlier in the show. The hell is this, Charlotte? The hell? I'm going to hitch a ride about this. <laughs> it's just I'm going to hitch a ride. I like it. Whatever it is. I'm going to hitch a ride. Harold Varner the third shot is approaching uh, the green, and it's on the fringe. He's on the fringe. Get that a little close to the pole there. All right, HP3 even right now, round one of the PGA Championship. All right, um, let's head inside the Anger Management Rage Room, see if you guys have any rages on this Thursday. Is work making you furious? Are the kids making your blood boil? Does your ex have you seeing red? The millionaire football coaches act like whiny babies. There's a way to release that anger. It's right here in Greenville. Let your next therapy session be at Anger Management Rage Room, Greenville's premier rage room. You can go to angermgmtnc.com, book your therapy session today. It's quite simple. You go there, you gear up you so you don't get your, your bash. Correct. But safety first, Chandler. Yep. Got to be safe with it. And then you are free to destroy a car, destroy some other stuff, whatever you need to do to get your rage out. And it's right down the road. It's right down the road from Pirate Radio Studios. It's on Clark Street right behind pitt street brewery uh and yes uh have not been in there in a couple of weeks and but she tries her best to kind of switch out the cars because now they do get damaged the last time i went in there the subaru was just to bits but uh you're just able to go in there and beat the crap out of glasses a car a jeep uh and they provide you know baseball softball bats and it's a lot of fun and it's a great way to get the anger out all right let's see what uh, we're angry about today who wants to start i could start all right go ahead. i've got something i'd like to rage about a couple of days ago the, the uh news came out that the uh u.s soccer federation this is not fifa that's that's in charge of the world cup this is the actual u.s soccer federation that takes care of the national team when they play uh friendlies in the states and of course uh, in conjunction with the nwsl finally comes up with a C- uh, cba to where when the women's national team and the men's national team will be paid equally for appearances and and for certain games while that is something worth celebrating i just want to know why the hell it took this long we that is something that they have been working on for decades and the u.s soccer federation bucked it would not sign it kept saying that there was just uh so much more advertising revenue for the men whereas the women didn't have enough well let me just break down some numbers for you the women's national team has four world cups the men's national team has zero when the women won the world cup in 2019 they walked away with four million dollars that they had to split between 23 players 
in uh, their World Cup victory. The men made it to the round of 16 and walked away with $9 million. Nine. 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 So you know what? Don't give me that crap about the advertising and this and that because if you look at the uh, viewership numbers for the Women's World Cup games, they are significantly higher than when you watch the men's national team. That is is number one. Number two... No, this is my rage. I don't want to hear like numbers and facts to try to dispute it. This is my you don't rage. Hear facts. My fa- no, those are the facts. Okay. The men, if you make it to the round of sixteen, which half the time they can't even do that, they walked away with nine million dollars in twenty nineteen. Oh, yeah. We win the whole damn thing and we have to split four million dollars between twenty three players. That doesn't make any sense. Make it equal pay, which they have finally done. I just want to know why the hell it took so long. All right. What's your next one? I forgot. (laughs) I was so damn mad I forgot. It had something to do with that, but I can't remember. Oh, FIFA. Get your act together. Do the same damn thing. All right. Because FIFA is a separate governing body when it comes to soccer for men's and women. But... The thing is, is that it needs to be done, and it needs to be done for other countries, because I can tell you that just from watching a lot of the women's uh, national teams, not just the United States, I'm talking about Argentina, Brazil, uh, France, Switzerland, Denmark, a lot of those do not get the financial funding, and they are not funded by their national uh, soccer federations for whatever country that they come from. Some of them have to raise their own money just to be able to travel and play in these World Cups and in these friendlies. All right. End of rant. There's your rage. Who's next? I'll go next. All right. So, some you know, I call them the road warriors. They're out there. What they were doing today was... Filling the cracks in the roads. I don't know what they do. Filling? Filling filling the cracks in the roads. All right. When you say feeling the cracks, I was confused. Uh, but fi- filling. F- filling the cracks in the roads. Yeah. And uh, they took up the street that's right there at my house. And I had to go by my house before I went by to visit David Price Construction today. And as I pull up, they have it coned off. They have it blocked off with the truck. They're doing their thing. First of all, there's only two guys out there filling the cracks in the road, doing work. The other guys are just, there's like literally four guys that are just sitting there, I guess, supervising, chilling, shooting the you-know-what, smoking ciggies, having fun. And as I pull up to go to my house, the guy's like, he's like, go that way. I said, hey, I said, that's my house right there. I want to get to my house. Don't tell me to turn around. I want to go to my damn house. I don't care what y'all are doing. Tell me to turn around. I pull up nice and slow. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, turn around. I said, the hell with it. I ain't going, I ain't turning around. I want to get to my house. So I got, I, you know what I did? What? I got in my car. They said, what's this white boy doing? I walked, I walked up to him. I said, hey. I said, that's my house right there. How am I supposed to get there? How long is it going to take? It'd be about five, ten minutes. So, it was more fit like 15. But I got to my house. All right. But don't tell me to turn around when I'm trying to get to my house. And I know they didn't know that that wasn't my house. But I don't care. It made me mad. And I said, I'm going to rage about it today. All right. And I also hate when people ask me questions. 
and they know the answer to the question. You don't like that? I hate it. My brother used to do it all the time. My my dad kind of still does it, and I'll be like, Dad, you know the answer. Like, you know the answer. Say the answer. What's the and he's like, I think I heard you talk. Yeah, you heard me talking about it because I talked to you about it for 10 minutes the other day. <laughs> There's other people in this world that do it. And I was like, mm, mm. Get it out, man. Man! Ah! I like that take. I don't really like your first one. Oh, my God. Where you're uh, you're upset the, at the working man doing his job because yeah, it's inconveniencing, inconveniencing you. There was two working men out there. The other guys, I don't know what they were doing. Yeah, and you were upset with the people working? I was just mad at the guy that was telling me to turn around. One of the guys that wasn't working. Yeah. All right. It's your rage. But anyway. I'll keep you in my thoughts and prayers. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'm 0 for 2 on rages for the past two weeks. Anyway. No, 1 for 3. You hit 1 today. They're batting 333. Okay, there you go. But yeah, I can't stand when somebody answer or ask me a question when they definitely know the answer. Are you going to be here tomorrow? <laughs> All right, CJ, you're up. All right. I've got a Celtics rage. I'll bring it back to sports. It's uh I think it's me kind of reaching here cuz I know I know every team plays goes through the playoffs unhealthy no matter the sport. Nobody's 100% healthy. But one of these years I want the Celtics to catch a break, man. We and I I needed I didn't go first cuz I needed to look back at a couple years and remember I had this right. Here we go, six years back. 2017, Isaiah Thomas. 2018, Kyrie Irving. 2019, Marcus Smart. 2020, Gordon Hayward, Kemba Walker. 2021, Jalen Brown. 2022, Marcus Smart and Robert Williams. Those are all the people that we've had missing for a significant amount of time in the playoffs every year. Why can't we catch these breaks? This is the fourth time I specifically chose 2017 because in the past six years, the Celtics have been to the Eastern Conference Finals four times. The reason we haven't gotten to the finals is because at least one of these players that I named was hurt every year in the conference finals. And it might happen again. It might be we have to rotate seven guys because Derek White's out tonight. Uh, Marcus Smart might play. We don't know. Why is Derek White out? He's having a baby. How That's not you? an injury, but happy hmm. for him. He not a team guy, I guess. Not a team guy. No, I'm kidding. That's cool for him. But He's a family guy, though. I always heard you put the team first. Team before me. He is only thinking about himself in this situation and not his teammates. Right. So, <laughs> it's frustrating. It's just so I love frustrating. That random <laughs> in the middle of that. All right. I like that you came with stats to back it up, but I don't feel sorry for you at all. No, I mean I don't. I don't expect anybody to feel sorry for me. Just I would. I would hope that people could understand where my frustrations would come from in the situation. Yeah, that's fine. But I don't. I'm not asking anybody for sympathy because I know every everybody goes through the playoffs with injuries. It just sucks that it's happened at the most untimely situations for us. All right, game two tonight. Mm-hmm. How you feeling? Um, if Horford and Smart play, I expect to bounce back, and we'll go. We'll tie up the series. All right, fair enough. I don't. I, I don't I don't have much rage. I kind of got it out in hour one. Well, what's the deal with airline food? How about that? I've only been on a plane like twice, two or three times in my life. Same. Terrible. I'll rage about that. Planes. Why do they go so high? There's, you, you wish guys, they were lower? Are you guys... I don't like heights. I don't like planes. Not a big fan. Oh, Did so you, from, a high, from a afraid of heights perspective, you think you wish you could get on a plane that would go... 
maybe what 40 feet in the air yeah i know it's ridiculous but <laughs> i, I mean it. it's it just feels unnatural that that big of an object shouldn't be up that high unless you're in a big city you're not really going to scrape much you know that's so true. you could go pretty low that's true so i don't how that. low can your plane go my plane can go pretty low impressive yeah all right those are the rages today inside the anger management rage room get your rage out right down the road here in greenville north carolina street anger mgmtnc.com and uh who knows maybe i'll find more rage before we get out of here on this thursday pretty sure pretty sure we'll be raging in hour three (laughs) when we do our preakness drawing uh we're gonna draw for horses stalls uh, numbers on uh, jockeys. I don't know don't what we're going to do. Don't worry about it. I'm just here for the ride. Chandler, T-Shot, Harold Varner III. His Varner on number eight. He is uh, par three, 249 yards. He sits at even par. The shot is on its way, and it will land just short of the mm-hmm. green, and it's rolling towards trouble, but it will come to a mm-hmm. immediate halt. And ha- Harold, on number eight, the par three, will have to chip up Hopefully in for Buddy, or right there at the hole for Pa. We shall see coming up right after this. I am a huge fan of this Rage Room music playing <laughs> along with Chandler's commentary. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful azaleas. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. One of these days, this button's going to work. Welcome back to the show. Winslow's is now 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room with a brand new look. 5th Street Hardware also has a new menu and serves lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday. Plus, they have brunch starting at 1030 on Sundays. What else is new? 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room now has poker every Tuesday night and trivia on Wednesday nights with DJ Captain Morgan. A new look, a new name, and the same location on 5th Street beside the State Theater. 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Rock. All right, Harold Varner III on the green trying to putt for par here. And we're going to let Chandler Honeycutt do the uh, play-by-play on it. Varna really needs this par. After missing the green just short here on number eight, he now just sits at even par as just a hole away from putting it in the drink but saving it with a marvelous putt. This is for Pa. Here's Harold. Sets his feet. Here's the stroke. There's the putt. And he misses it right. Vana is going to fall behind a stroke as he misses the par putt on number eight. And it's a bogey for Vana as he goes to number nine to finish up the front. Plus one on the day. Thank you for that call. What would Chandler Honeycutt's like uh, fancy British name be? Chancellor 
Chancellor, <laughs> now on the tee from Salemburg, Chancellor, Honeycoat. Yeah, Honeycoat's already kind of snobbish. Honeycoat. 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 <laughs> All right, whatever. Chancellor. Uh, <laughs> Chancellor. All right, HB3 on the Buccaneer Music Hall leaderboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Is one over, and let's check it and see. And, yes, Roy McElroy still in the lead at five under par on the day. I did read earlier, uh, here earlier, that the morning scores were going to be lower than the afternoon scores due to weather conditions that I'm not familiar with. We'll talk to Greeny about it tomorrow. Sounds good. All right. Golf, golf uh, shop well, radio if show. If you're talking about the morning scores, yeah, Scours. being lower Scours. than the afternoon yes. scores. Yes. Um, well, I know the morning the morning group they had to deal with a lot of wind, hmm. so I don't know um, if they're dealing with the afternoon groups are having to deal with it as much as they did this morning. I might be more so because uh, all the top scores right now are done for the day and these others are chasing that are currently on the course all right let's uh head out to the pirate radio live line talk to my cohort on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show he is billy weaver joining us today weave how you doing man doing good a little warm outside but it uh it's good a little toasty good fall weather there you go and uh you can actually uh go check out weave at uh brown and wood and leave a happy customer like my parents did earlier this week and We've, I guess the car is not in Greenville yet, so you, are you going to do one of those photo ops and uh, post it once you get the car in? Of course. <laughs> as long as uh, your mom and dad are good with that. All right. We've already publicized uh, the last couple of days that they're new car owners, so why not? We're going to make sure we post some pictures. and it, You'll like the new car, man. It's beautiful. All right. Good deal. Hopefully, maybe they'll let me uh, take it out for a ride like I'm 16 all over again. Uh, Billy Weaver joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. We have a lot to talk about in the world of sports. Uh, how about the Hurricanes last night? Boy, that was a hairy 57 minutes of hockey where the Canes just could not break the ice, uh, so to speak. And finally, Sebastian Ajo scores, and then they go into overtime and win it pretty quickly in OT. That one turned around uh, very quickly at the end of that game last night. Yeah, it was all New York in the first 40 minutes. Uh, and But it was that third period, that surge. And, you know, kudos to, to Carolina for sticking in there uh, and, and hanging in there and playing pretty good defense the entire the entire way. They were only down one goal in, in the playoffs. Anything can happen. Um, Carolina looking pretty good. They've won five in a row at home uh, during this playoff run. So they've, they've been pretty tough at PNC arena. And, and it was a big question mark, kind of how they were going to play going into this series, coming off a seven game series against Boston. Of course, we know the history with Boston in the playoffs. It's always been tough. It's always been very hard and brutal series there. And, and both of these teams going through seven game series. So you, you had to wonder what was going to happen, what was going to give Carolina. I don't think they trailed in that uh, the Boston series at all, and I don't even think at home they trailed in any of the games. They were a little bit more comfortable, if you can say that, in the seven-game series um, than New York coming into this one. So, no surprise that Carolina won that game. Little surprise that the way they did it. And Rod Brendamore said last night after the game, he said, "You know, if we continue to play like that and in in the first forty minutes and and try and come from behind." Uh, in this series, it, it's not going to be good for us. So we've got to play better. And and the good thing is they're up one nothing in that best of seven series. 
Billy, we were joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line, and yeah, hopefully this is one of the end of the series we look back on after the Canes win and say, oh man, the New York had a chance there in game one, couldn't get it done, and now uh, the Canes move on to the Eastern Conference Final, and uh, we hope that's the case, game two coming up on Friday night. We've, uh, we'll bounce around. How about, have you been following the Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher uh, war of words that's been going on the last couple of days we played the audio earlier in the show but you got uh saban saying jimbo paid for all his players the top recruiting class in the sec you got jimbo saying uh hey you want to you want to talk about some shady business just go look at nick saban's past so now <laughs> everybody's saying something about the other team's program it's like, we know what's going on but it felt like the coaches had a silent agreement to hey let's just not talk about this publicly well now it's uh the the bleep is starting to fly out there yeah and you know what for anybody that thinks any sec school is clean <laughs> um bef- and, and i'm talking about before the nil deals oh yeah um if if you think that there's an Alabama or an LSU or I don't know, you just name an SEC team uh, that hasn't had some shady dealings in some back rooms or some some handshake deals to get guys to come play there, you're you're sadly mistaken. That's happened throughout the history of college football and especially in the SEC and some of those bigger programs. So it's kind of funny to me uh, that Nick Saban throws that out there. Um, it's 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 actually comical to me, but that kind of leads us into the NIL conversation because you know, and I had thought this when this whole you know name, image, and likeness thing came out that that was kind of a slippery slope. That if the NCAA didn't put some rules and regulations in place early on, that you know teams, coaches, uh, organizations were were going to take advantage of this, and we've seen it already. I mean, we've seen guys that haven't even played a down of football in college, and they're already making six figures. Uh, that's just crazy. Um, so I, I, there's got to be a handle put on that. But to to see those guys go back and forth actually is pretty funny to me. No doubt, and uh, we'll see where it goes from here. Nick Saban brought up Jackson State said uh, they paid the player a million dollars and uh uh dion's gonna have something to say about that so this thing uh will continue on and uh once again the the bleep will continue to to hit the fan and nobody's gonna come out looking good in this thing i don't think yeah and and to think dion sanders is not gonna speak up and (laughs) jump right into the mix of this thing yeah i mean that's a hornet's nest you really didn't want to stir up right there because if if nothing else to you know when you're when you're when Deion Sanders is put into the same category as Nick Saban and in that conversation no matter what the conversation is be it paying players the NI whatever it is he's loving that oh yeah time is going to take advantage of that every which way he can and guess what that's going to do that's only going to make recruits want to go to Jackson State even more well that's uh that's a great example of all publicity is good publicity right his name is up there with with Jimbo and Saban absolutely because that's what he's saying you know what when you're in that same conversation with those guys you're doing something and and now that players can see that they can go to Jackson State and and still get paid uh like they would at Alabama or Florida State or Michigan or wherever you know you you just add your school in there. When you put Jackson State into the mix, when players can say, hey, I can go there to a small uh, HBCU and, and get paid just as much money, 
then that's when the the, the playing fields are going to start to level out a little. And weren't Saban and Dion in a Affleck commercial together that ran all college football season? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where they probably got paid a million dollars and they were buddy buddy, and now, uh, yeah, it's things have changed. Great I guess. Point. That is a great point. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Billy Weaver joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Got game two tonight, Boston and Miami. And Weave, you joined us briefly yesterday on the show, talked about Bam Adebayo. Uh, Reggie Bullock's guys could not get it done. Uh, the Mavericks losing to Golden State in game one last night, but still keeping up with our local guys there. And uh, Boston losing game one, uh, trying to win on Miami's home floor to even that up tonight. Yeah, it's going to be a good uh, good series matchup. And I tell you what, Jimmy Butler, how impressive has that guy been? I mean, he's one of those guys that when he came into the league, you you couldn't have really convinced a whole lot of people that he was going to be a superstar. And and I I don't think it's a it's a far stretch to say that Jimmy Butler's a superstar. He's definitely a star on that team. He what he scored forty points uh, in game one. I think it was he scored forty points like five times and they were all in postseason play i mean he's just a guy that he comes to play uh they got some great role players there as well uh bam out of bios he's a physical specimen uh he's fun to watch and of course you know us here locally it's nice to watch a guy that we watched in high school play at that level um but miami they're a number one seed for a reason they've played well all year and uh they've got a chance to go up 2-0 on their home court and keep home court advantage and that would be huge in this series to say the least jimmy butler a bit of an enigma earlier this season on the court he told his coach eric spolstra and udonis haslam who somehow is still in the league and he is older than me so i hope he plays forever because it makes me feel young haslam is 41 (laughs) years of age he doesn't really play but he's on the roster but uh butler during a game told them like y'all weren't nothing uh without Dwayne wade Dwayne wade won y'all championships said that to the coach and haslam (laughs) during a game and here they are now and butler's also i think there's a famous story where he when he was with the bulls like took all the backups and beat the starters in practice like he's just that kind of guy he probably uh is an a-hole at times but then when the lights come on and it's playoff time you love uh, when he's on your team yeah and you know what it's all about results and and a lot of that stuff is is respect respected by other players too and that's the thing is when you can when you can gain the respect of not only your teammates but of the opposing teammates on the floor you know you've done something and jimmy butler's definitely done that Billy Weaver joining us. We've got the PGA Championship going on, HV3 in action, and uh, we're looking forward to watching him this weekend. Phil Mickelson not uh, at the PGA Championship. Uh, Weave, I saw a a headline, and we'll talk more golf uh, coming up on Friday with uh, Mark Greenhelge, Golf Shop Radio Show. Uh, But Phil Mickelson is not there in Tulsa. Uh, Dave Stockton, he won the PGA Championship in 1970 and 1976, says phil mickelson was not missed at the annual champions dinner earlier this week (laughs) so he is uh he's on the outs right now we haven't heard from him forever he had like some some gambling stuff he made some comments about the the saudi league uh going on and he has been mia he's the defending champion and uh, we hadn't seen or heard from him in forever yeah, and that's the big thing with the Saudi League that kind of really put everything over the top with Phil Mickelson. You know, he had sponsors that pulled out because of yeah. Of course, you know, a lot of PGA Tour players have kind of distanced them, themselves. 
Uh, so yeah, he's been kind of MIA, which is a is a weird thing. And you know, I don't tell my boss this, but uh, in you know, in between kind of downtimes here, I had the the live stream going on with the uh, PGA Championship earlier today. It was I was very interested because it just so happened that I watched. Uh, you know, I've been lately going through some old thirty for thirties and ESPN going on ESPN Plus and watching just sports documentaries, and I saw one recently on uh, John Daly. So I was very interested to see how Daly uh, would come out of the gates, which actually played very well. I think through 10 holes, he was two under. He kind of faltered on the backstretch. I think he bogeyed four of the last five holes, and I think he three-putted 18. He just kind of ran out of gas, uh, but he's still two over, which isn't bad. I mean, we've seen some kind of epic meltdown from John <laughs> Daly, but it was interesting to see him. Uh, you know, I tuned in to see uh, Tiger, see how Tiger's doing, and and uh, so it's going to be an interesting PGA Championship. And, of course, like, you know, all the rest of us, we're all going to be watching HV3. Would love to see. Man, could you imagine an ECU alum as a major champion? Uh, that would be something special. Yeah, HV3 played very well at, at Augusta in his first Masters, and hopefully he'll play well this weekend in the PGA Championship. It really does feel like it's coming, Weave, at some point, And uh, we're waiting on that. First win on U.S. soil in the PGA Tour. But, uh, yeah, it feels like it's coming because he's been playing great golf in 2022. Wait, well, let's talk a little NASCAR before we let you go. I don't know how profitable this would be, but if I was a rich man, I think I would just put, like, a just throw 100 or throw 500 every week on Kurt Busch uh, because he's going to win a race and he has huge odds every single week. And I don't know how the money would work out. You'd probably come up in the positive a little bit every year. You just stop betting once he wins that first one because he's probably not going to win another one. But every year he wins one, and uh, and it happened uh, at Kansas on Sunday. And uh, speaking of old guys, right, he's uh, he's part of the old guard now in NASCAR. Oh, absolutely. He's just he's one of the the old wily veterans, and you know whenever whenever those guys hit the track, there's there's always that potential for them to win. And you know we've talked so much about all the young guns and the guys coming up in the ranks, the Kyle Larsons, you know the the Chase Elliotts, the William Byrons. I mean, you go on and on. There's so much of a there's been kind of a changing of the guards, but you look at some of the old guys that are still getting it done, and and not only Kurt Busch but Kyle Busch, those Bush boys. They're tough, and you know we're going into this weekend with the All Star race in Texas. And speaking of which, the two Kyles are the favorites: the Kyle Larson, of course, of the new guard, and Kyle Busch of the old guard. Those are the favorites to win the All Star race. And you know that's All Star races are always fun because you never know what you're going to get. Uh, it's an all out dash for cash. Winner takes home a million dollars, just like that. No ifs, no ands, no buts. You don't have to worry about uh, stage points, uh, points going to you know, the playoffs and all that stuff. You don't have to worry about if you win, you get into the playoffs. If you don't win, blah, 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 all that mess. This is just let it all hang out. Um, and it's going to be really weird. I actually was looking up the uh, qualifying format, which changes a little bit this year going into Texas. It's going to be interesting. They're going to have two rounds of uh, all the drivers that are already qualified for the all-star race. We have two rounds of qualifying with the top eight that transfer into what's going to be like a head-to-head uh, elimination bracket involving the pit crews, almost like the, I guess, the Elite Eight and, and then going to the Final Four, kind of like the mm-hmm. NCAA tournament. They go head-to-head, and they'll start out on pit road uh, with doing a four-tire change. Uh, the 
cars will be let down after the four tire change. There's not going to be a speed limit on pit road, <laughs> and the first one to get yeah, that's going to be interesting. that's interesting. Yeah. Well, there's gonna not going to be anybody else on pit road. Yeah. The only reason you have that is a safety precaution during races. So it's like a drag race down pit road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a drag race down pit road, and the the first one to get onto the track at the end of pit road advances to the next round, and then the final two compete for the pole position. Huh. Uh, so that's going to be really neat. And then, of course, they're going to have the open race, which that's you know the race uh, the open is what they call it is going to be all the drivers that didn't qualify or that uh, didn't automatically qualify for the all-star race. It'll be three stages. Each one of the stage winners will advance to the all-star race, and, of course, the winner of the fan vote will also get in. So there's a whole lot of moving parts, uh, and if you're not really in tune with what's going on, even people that have watched NASCAR for a long time, you still got to say, okay, how are we doing this again? Because yeah. tweak it and change it every year, and there's inverted fields, and sometimes they go by owner points, and it's, it's, it's crazy, but it's always fun to watch. Uh, that will be coming up on Sunday, Open Race 530, All-Star Race at 8 o'clock. And then next week, we will get you back on and preview the marathon that is the uh, Coca-Cola 600, right? Is that is still called that? The uh, Oh, yeah. The, the long one at Charlotte. Do you know? Do you know how you find out if somebody really is an old school fan of NASCAR? Yeah. Well, oh, I think I got it. I think I remember. I hope I do. You'll be proud of me. Is it Firecracker? No, no. Damn it. That's Daytona. You're close. Ah. It was because it used to be the Firecracker 400. That was the July 4th race at Daytona. Oh, shoot. All right. What's it called, Weave? The, the Coca-Cola 600 used to be the World 600. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yep. so back in the day, the World 600. So you'll hear drivers, old school drivers like, you know, Richard Petty and, uh, you know, you'll hear some of uh, Daryl Waltrip. You know, all the old school drivers will call it the World 600. They still do. Uh, and and old, old NASCAR fans will, too. So that's how you know if somebody talks about the uh, the Memorial Day race in Charlotte, if they call it the World. Man, that was close. I almost sounded like a NASCAR guy. But that's why Weaves my NASCAR <laughs> guy. Billy, I enjoyed the chat, man. We'll check in with you again next week and uh, talk more sports with you. All right, man. We'll see you. Billy Weaver joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. I gave him a break and didn't talk about Max Scherzer's injury as the Mets are starting to met with some injury issues right now. Still in first place in the NL East. Let's take a break. Come back. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk to the legend, Ronald Vincent. His J.H. Rose Rampants making yet another run in the postseason baseball playoffs. We'll talk to Coach Ronald Vincent about that. We have a giveaway. And the Preakness draft pool coming up. Troy D, Commissioner. I am fired up about this clip. We are going to have a great draft coming up. It's the Preakness Pool. We're going to keep it simple, my friends. All right. No, no controversy this time. We're not going to. We're going to go drama free. Redemption. Time. That would be a first. Let's try to do it. Or are we? Yeah. Oh boy. This is going to end poorly. We've. I know. We've had many, many executive meetings about this. Me and my assistant commissioner. And uh, I feel we have a game plan better than we've ever had before. All right, we shall see. We've never been this structured and organized, prepared, and ready. But there could be a situation still to develop, potentially. We we shall see. All right, we'll draw horses and more when we return. Also, 
Troy wants to hear more Jimbo oh, whining. Saban versus and Nick Jimbo. Saban whining. This is the best reality feud in the, the country right now. I love this SEC on SEC crime. Where does I can't get here? enough of it? Yeah. I urge y'all play. We got to play some of this audio for folks that have missed it. All right. Because to hear Jimbo call out Saban like that, you don't hear this that much from coaches. You don't hear it at all. I, it's incredible. I, I think it is amazing audio. Uh, we definitely got to recap that. And I have an amazing stat to consider for the PGA Championship going on. If you only remember one thing from the show, you will remember this stat that I'm going to give you. Okay. You didn't hide that much uh, at all. But. You'll remember it. When I ask you two days from now, remember that stat I gave you to consider about the PGA Championship? You'd be like, oh, yeah. I'll it was remember. This. Will you remember? Yes. All right. We'll find out that stat. Because I heard about it a couple days ago, and I'm like, this is something we need to share on the program. Enough talking about it. Let's take a break so we can actually hear the stats. One of the best stats you'll have and remember. All right. That's on the way. We got a lot to a do. A stunning stat, Clip Can Rock. we do it all in one a hour? A stunning stat. Will Troy consider. ever stop talking? Let's go to break, Clip Rock. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC Cadillac Buick and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard, Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All righty, Hour 3, Power Radio Live here on a Thursday. Quick look at our Bud Light ECU report. Pirates in action at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Remember, folks, it is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so the teams can get ready to head off to Clearwater for the AAC tournament. So uh, Houston on tap for East Carolina. Also, uh, the Pirates today, the football Pirates, picking up a transfer and a guy that has a familiar name because he was recruited, played at Havelock, Camaro Edmonds, a running back who went to North Carolina is transferring to East Carolina, committed to the team. So the backfield, it's already pretty stacked, although East Carolina looking for a third back to step up, has added another. And uh, the Havelock native was highly committed uh, or highly regarded coming out of high school and now uh, will become a pirate. So there's some news on the football front. Troy D. is alongside. Hello, Troy. Man, good to see you, Clip. And let me tell you what I am excited about. Coming up on Friday, what does that number say, my friend, for a high? 93? Nope. Oh, I was looking right. at the wrong thing. Yeah, right there. Friday. 99? 99! You're happy about that? Oh, I hate being cold. I am not going to complain about the heat. You got to give me respect for that. I'm not going to bitch about both sides of it. I understand. I do, but... 99. I am fired up about that. Yes, it's finally You're summer- literally going to be on fire. <laughs> summertime weather clip. Man. Which means summertime Troy D. All right. Well, I'm, I'm happy that you're happy. Yeah. You're did already you notice, going. Did you notice the change up here? No undershirt? 
Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. But You're I'm, so used to it, you don't even notice it anymore now, right? God, I'm at a really bad angle where it like, pops Is that why you wanted me to turn the lights on? I can see your... No, it just looks better because we needed to make the studio look professional and you had the lights on. I've got your bare chest just staring me down no, I, over here. Well, I noticed You want it? me to unbutton another button? It might help. I don't know. Nah, it didn't help. It made it worse. No, I noticed it, but I pointed it out the first time, which was, I think, it it was the kickoff to Troy Summer Mm -hmm. um, on the show. Now, goodbye undershirts. Until when? Until uh, winter comes back. Okay. so Until fall. For the long haul, I guess. Shirtless. Well, not shirtless. Well, well, I'm undershirtless, Troy D. Yeah. Anything else? Are you going commando or anything else we need to know about? No, that's not. That, I, I think that's a danger in the summertime. I think <laughs> actually, you need to yeah. go uncommando in the summertime. Maybe wear two pairs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just to be safe. Double down. Yeah. Double, uh, double below, yeah. none up top. Correct. Interesting. Yeah. Don't want to. You don't want to go. A commando in summertime? I, and I'm not a commando guy. If you are, though, isn't that a wintertime deal? Yeah, I'm not either. I don't know. I just think it's very uncom- be uncomfortable. Like, sure. Uh, boxers or briefs while we're talking about it. Are you asking? Yeah. Um, boxer briefs. Oh, okay. Like the combo. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. RV will join us later <laughs> if he still wants to be a part of this yes. show. Ronald Vincent. Firmly a briefs guy. Troy, I dare you to ask him boxers or briefs. Oh, I'd be happy to. <laughs> I'd, I'd bet I would money. be happy to. <laughs> I'll bet money he's a briefs guy. <laughs> Fruit of the loom. Well, Troy, I've been going whitey tightest since 1948. <laughs> exactly. RV, he ain't changing. Serious R- question. There's no way RV's a boxer guy. RV, we wouldn't be doing our job if we asked. <laughs> yeah. These are the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> Enough with the Eastern semifinal regional coming up. Is it whitey tighties or is it tidy whiteys? Tidy whiteys. Tidy whiteys. Yeah. It's tidy whiteys. I think it is, and I always yeah. say the other one, though. Whitey tighties? I think I say it wrong. Whitey toities. But that's what I've always said. Yeah. No, I did. Growing up, I did wear tidy whities. All right. We, you know what? Uh, no, I mean, this is wrong. stuff people can relate to. Cliff, this is real life stuff here. All right. Fine. You know? Growing up, what ages? Who, like, I mean, I probably, I would say probably in high school, I, I switched over to boxers. When I was a little boy, I had Superman underwears. Underwears? Okay. Remember, those were popular when I was a kid. Like, you know, in grade school, underwears. Yeah. Do you remember those? Not really. Oh, they were pretty cool. They had like superheroes on them. Yeah. People my age will remember Underroos. Yep. All right. Okay. Chandler. John Moody wants to know Rick Smith's prediction for ECU football this year. While we're doing nonsense, let's no, keep it rolling. Uh, faux coach Rick Smith. How the part's looking? Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I think they'll be all right. Um, I mean, it's Holton back. He's yeah. back, Coach. Well, he was a senior last year. He's a senior again. Yeah. The COVID thing. He's a senior plus. COVID. Oh. Yeah. Uh, He's a I, super senior. Well, I, I I think they'll be all right. You haven't done Rick Smith in a while. Well, you're shows. out of you're Yeah, you are definitely out Nothing of Nothing against you because you, yeah. you just hadn't done it in it's a while. It's not personal, but I can tell you have not worked out in a while with Coach Rick Smith. It's like if you haven't gone to the gym in a few months and you get your first day back, a yeah. little rough. So that is, you need to work on. Like if we asked you what Tony Hay- or uh, Gary Hahn thought. Well, here's would... another thing. I'm not damn Rick Smith. <laughs> All right, you're getting the back a little bit. That's good. That's good. All what, right. What about Tony Haynes for the Wolfpack? Gary Hahn. Let's, oh, let's get down to Tony. Let's get down to Tony. 
<laughs> Gary Hahn's going to be here in Greenville. Yeah. What do you think here. Gary Hahn will say his prediction for East Carolina NC State? I'm going to go 31 to 17 NC State. <laughs> We got to get Gary Hahn on the show. Sorry, I, I know why Chandler's here. Uh, I'd a, like to be here too. If possible. Would you do That's, Gary Hahn to Gary Hahn? I would do it. Yeah, yeah I think we've I would got have to, to do it because it's a trip. I mean, it's, yeah. we're not making fun of him. No, no, no. You do a I, great impression. I, I, think, I would say let's get out. Let's go down to Gary. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> I want to say Tony so bad. Let's go down to Gary. Gary. Let's go down to Gary and Riley. Gary, what you got? <laughs> and then he would answer. I don't think he'll fun. get that, but I think you know if we say hey, we got even go. better. I think if we explain it to him, he'd either. Be honored by it or insulted by it. Yeah, I'll set it. Let's up. go down yeah. to the Pirate Live Line. We got that, Gary Hahn. Yeah, that does a good Gary Hahn, and here it is. And yeah. then Chandler. But then you got to do a little play by play. You know how they have all the names for. That's a safe place to with it. Make sure you ask him what kind of underwear he's wearing. <laughs> now, what kind of underwear are you wearing, Gary? No. <laughs> now, there's a new question. You can is ask. it Waddy Tidies or is it Tidy Waddies? <laughs> Gary, you're going there's, Commando. There's a new are question. Are you going Commando, Terry? <laughs> you can ask the Players Lounge, guys. <laughs> Now, Gary, let me ask you this. Does Tony go commando? <laughs> now we're on to something. It's hot on the sideline. All right. Do you want to do this horse yes. thing? All right. Here we go. Preakness pool. Shirley, can you give me a call to oh, the post boy. to get us in the mood? Because that really... Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm, so good right there. That just puts me in a horse racing betting mood. Now, Troy D., where is the Preakness? Preakness is um, up in Baltimore, just outside of Baltimore. I know one is in Maryland, and the uh, yeah. so where's the, the Belmont? The, the Belmont's in New York. Okay, there yeah. you go. But this they call it Baltimore, but it's kind of on the outskirts of Baltimore. Okay, but, uh, but great question, Clip. I yeah. appreciate you trying to catch me on that. But uh, I honestly was no. at, I, I thought you would know. No, no, I, no, I knew one was is. in Maryland, and yeah. I didn't know if it was this one or the next one. Yeah. So here's the deal. And I've, uh, first of all, I'd like to commend. I'd like to introduce my uh, assistant commissioner, C.J. Schaefer. Hey, C.J., how are you doing? Who is um, anyway? Did you hear what C.J. said earlier today? What's that? If something does go wrong with this pool, it's going to be your fault. We didn't know. And we then we said, up. "Oh, and well, then I, oh. well, I'm the commissioner, so of course it's on me." Okay. Oh, See? And, well, let's the commissioner say, who takes ownership. Right. Clip, yeah, you know what? He, he's 100 percent right. If something goes wrong, it's not because of the assistant commissioner. I'm the I'm the captain of the ship. Luckily, the nothing ship, will go wrong right. because we did a great job. The ship goes down. That's on the captain, whether okay. it's the captain's fault or not. Just like if a football team loses, who gets the blame? God, he's kissed your ass so the much. Now, now you're kissing his ass. The head coach would, whether it's his fault or not. I, sometimes well, when the quarterback, the guy that fumbles. Yeah, but when you're in a position of leadership, you sometimes get the credit when you deserve it, and you might get the blame when you don't deserve it. But how about this? If we do our jobs right, there will be no disaster. Well, Chandler, that would be a which first. that was a disaster. This would be the first time ever that would. Yeah. Happen. So here's the deal. Uh, we have met multiple times about this, and I'd like to thank my leadership team um, of C.J. Schaefer with uh, with his assistant commissioner duties. There. Now, the Kentucky Derby had 20 horses running. That's the max that they allow. They had a horse scratch, and they had a fill-in horse, so they still had 20. They don't go, you know, 21. 20 is the most. I always said the Preakness has less, so this is going to be a little bit different deal. I wasn't, I wasn't sure how many until they decide to post. Like, the Kentucky Derby winner, for instance, is Rich not— Rich Strike. Rich Strike is not racing in the Preakness, which is a lot of people thought was, it was unusual. I think it is unusual. Now, is there more to that story? I don't know. But either way, it's not running. So we are down, guys, to – this was even lower than I thought. I thought it would be like around 14, 13 maybe. 
We're down to nine horses. Nine. Nine horses are scheduled to run in the Preakness. Now, let's remember last time we did the, the Derby pool, everything was set. We were fine. Everybody had their post position, which correlated with the horse. And then number 20 scratched, and they got a replacement, and they reclassified that one as 21. I don't want to relive history. But that happened after our pool was drawn, okay? So we're going to draw nine horses here. If something happens tomorrow, let me go ahead and just clarify this. And one of our horses gets scratched, you lose that horse. You do not get a replacement horse. If they br- And I don't even think they bring in a replacement horse necessarily for this. But if they do, nobody gets that horse if we don't draw for the horse right now. So if it's no, and if that horse wins just like they did in the Derby, then the, this is what I would call a push clip. Everybody gets their money back. No mm-hmm. money's exchanged. All right. So there is no winner. All right. So we're only drawing the nine positions now. If all these horses race, we're good to go. Now here is where it gets interesting for the pool, and CJ and I have discussed this at length, countless times. And we have a, a we couple. Can't count how many times you discussed it. No, yeah, no, heard, not I've at heard all. Me, clip, many times. Was, how many times did you guys? I've meet? heard multiple, many count. How this many was times so exactly did you guys meet? This, I don't know. I really don't know. We met Four, so five, many times. Six. Dang it, Troy. Oh, I mean, I lost <laughs> count after five. <laughs> That's about when I lose count of things too. Yeah. Nine horses. Times. What's that? So here's the deal. Nine horses. Nine. We we you know in the Derby pool we all had four horses. Four horsemen. Right. There was five of us in the pool. Everybody had four horses. I know. We oh, got it. Okay. Well, this is nine. We want everyone to have I know. an equal number of horses. Yeah. Right. But if it's CJ, Clip, me, and Chandler, that's four people. Yep. So how do you get an equal number of horses with four people? And nine horses. That's surely in it. Well, even with five, how would you do it? Have you thought about that, Clint? No, you haven't. Because you're not commissioner and assistant commissioner. So what would you come up with? So this is what we came up with. We have two possible scenarios. And Shirley didn't really want to be in this last time, so we're not going to force her to be in it this time. So we decided, hey, let's not bother Shirley with this. She didn't want to be in it? Am I correct, Shirley? You said, I don't care it's either not, way. No, she gave her I, spot I to Molly, said, and then Molly didn't want to be in it, so we put Shirley hey, back in. you gave her spot to Molly. I don't think you've asked Shirley how she feels Shirley, about this. Would you like to be in the pool, Shirley? Oh no! Now, now, would you? Now, after you just sit there and just called out everybody that's going to be in the pool, left me out, and I said, "What am I, yeah, chopped I, liver?" And now you want to put me back in? I shouldn't have to ask you to put me in a daggone pool. So, are you saying you don't want to be in? <laughs> no, I don't okay. want to be in your so, pool right, so now. That's off. Shirley doesn't want to be in it. <laughs> Right. That's like announcing a football team. Hey, you made the team. And then they go, hey, do you want to be on the team? <laughs> Why was I not announced? All right, so here's the deal. The easiest thing to do, and Shirley, don't feel bad because you might have company. No, I just, I'm feeling highly disrespected the right about now. The easiest thing to do is to have three people in the pool, and all three people get three horses. And we'll do a blind draw right now, which Ooh. we have ready to do. Oh, I thought you meant, okay. So you've been a blind draw of who's not going to be in the pool. Oh, no, 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 now no. that would be exciting. Or we have four people in the pool, and we each get two horses. We leave one horse out by blind draw. Wow! And no one has that horse. And if that horse wins, then this again is a push. I I, I like that. So our original thought, CJ, was obviously the commissioner needs to be in the pool. The assistant commissioner needs to be in the pool. I felt the ho 
host needs to be in the pool. Oh, yeah, but the producer doesn't need to be in the pool. You and, just and leave her out. And Chandler should make a case of why he should be in the pool. <laughs> is according to CJ and I. It's so, only fair. Yeah, it's we thought fair. we wanted to hear your... <laughs> when we're open-minded to do it for, and everyone only gets two horses. There's, there's nothing set in stone there's right nothing now, set Chandler, in stone. just to be sure. So this is your, your case to say this is why you want to be in the pool. And honestly, we just want to see a little enthusiasm, a little positive energy here, and we could do it like that. Okay. Well, I'll tell you why. Because one, I love competition. Two, I enjoy working with you people. I love competing against you people, whether it's you know in a in a pool, or if in anything, maybe like a NCAA March Madness tournament bracket here at work. I I love being a part of that. I love being a part of something special. This pool is something special because it is a it is a ex- example of redemption. Because last time. Things didn't go quite smoothly, but we're trying to redeem ourselves, and I want to be a part of that redemption, and right. that's why I want to be a part of this Preakness pool. Okay, All right. a follow-up question. All right. What does horse racing mean to you, Chandler? Mm, that's a good question. What does horse racing mean to me? Just like it means to a lot of people. I mean, it comes, what, just a few times a year? Um, it's exciting. Um, and like you said, I, I look, I dabble in in wagering, like we're gonna do right here. All right, I, listen, I think that's a good. You went different than I thought you'd go. I give you credit. I thought he'd be offended that he wasn't automatically included. He's taking the high road. Uh, he wants to be a part of it. it was very so genuine. I think if we have a fourth person that he's he's the leader in the clubhouse right now, unless Shirley wants to make her case of why she'd be better than <laughs> don't Chandler. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Then we could open up the floor, Shirley, for you to say why you should be in the pool instead of Chandler. <laughs> I don't really want to be in the pool. I just like the fact I just I just wanted to call out the fact that you intentionally left me out to begin with. Right, it's gonna be a tough so there's absolutely no reason for me to be in the pool other than to prove you wrong. CJ, well, I think the commissioner is a tough decision. Yeah, right I, think here. I don't know. It sounds like Shirley really wants in. Yeah. Wow, that, this is a tough decision to make. All right, so here's I can tell you what the answer is to what horse racing means to me. Guys, absolutely nothing. Guys, it means absolutely nothing I, other than you know to I prove thought, a point to Troy. I, as she was talking, I've thought about it. I'm out of the pool. I'm, I'm out. You're out. I'm out. So that's an even three. All right, I'm out. So that's now fun. We got I was getting ready three. to include you, and we were all going to have two horses. Count me out. I was so moved by your speech, which obviously was fake. Because if you truly believe that, you wouldn't have just added yourself. I'm out. And you know, so that's three. So now we got even draws. We do have an even draw. So Chandler just smeared the name of my beloved horse racing for this. I'm very disappointed in you, Chandler. I, I was Count me out. Is there very, anybody else here that wants to be out? Very well, disappointed. before we draw. I, I was w- out to start with. I would like to say that y'all have put a lot of work into this. And I like the job you have done. You came prepared. You've got contingency plans. I'm quite impressed with what you've done. I feel like if I'm in this, I would probably somehow ruin it. So I, too, am going to step away good. and be out of the pool. And this, that'll leave just you and CJ. That per- makes perfect because it it's just like the NASCAR pool. It's a two-man pool. Yeah. So we'll each have six horses. And let me commend CJ. That's some interesting when, math. On, I'm sorry. We'll each have... You were close. Four and a half horses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty we'll, much six. We'll you lose count after yeah, five. We'll <laughs> but let me let me commend CJ on how to do this. The strips are easy to pull. They're good size. They're labeled by the post position. 
the horse's name and the current odds. I'm not interested. I'm not in it. No, I'm just telling you, this is this is how you do it, Chandler. Excellent Chandler, job. That's I'm impressive. sorry you guys aren't fans of efficiency. Chandler, you want to do a pool? Right. Yeah. So we're going right. to do... Me and CJ will be in the pool. Ten bucks to the winner, CJ. We'll each get... How many horses? Each get four and then leave one out as a push horse? Watch right. that last Chandler, we're in, this is called the Super League. <laughs> Super Horse League. I can't believe this is happening. So right here now. we go. I'll go first. I have Secret Oath, number four. Secret Oath. That is a Troy horse. Now, I'll go to you, CJ. You have Early Voting. Hey, vote for me. That is number five. <laughs> last chance to get in, Clip Rock. I'm in mine. No, no, no. To get in the real one. I'm I'm doing the real one. No, you're doing the faux one. You're ripping apart your. Shoes. I'm in the super league. That's gross. <laughs> I get number one simplification. What is going on? CJ, back to you. This will be the smoothest pool ever with Absolutely. me and CJ in it. Number seven. All right, Chandler, you ready? Arm. I'm ready to go. Armanac. Okay. Armanac. Who do I got? Hold on, let us finish ours first, then you can do yours. Don't I think we people. should have dueling pools right now. <laughs> All right, back to me. Chandler. Happy Jack for Troy. Chandler. Hey, watch, watch your drink. Watch your drink. It's, it's, thank you. Hold on. Let us finish. We just have two more. All right, you can finish up. Yeah, let's but Chandler, finish. you get. <laughs> <laughs> Not letting you see ours. Do your own work. Creative minister number two. Troy's not phased. Covering the paper. <laughs> Troy's not phased by this just absolute turnaround. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is easier for just me and CJ. That's right. She would have told us ahead of time. We could have got this done a lot quicker. Final horses. <laughs> All right, final horses. Fenwick. Fenwick. Fenwick is number three. All right. And then final horse for you, CJ. Chandler, we'll do ours on a, a podcast. Winner. Sweet. We'll final horse for you. Is oh I like this one Skippy Longstocking Love it. number nine That's my favorite so that leaves number eight as a push so if number eight wins which is Epicenter great <laughs> no money is exchanged wow so Epicenter is the favorite right? Epicenter is the favorite it, but it was not drawn surely because we only have a two person there's horse nine league. horses if me you so. and Chandler in a league we'll all get three horses you want to join ours sure all right Charlie's all right. in. Sweet. CJ, good luck. Best of luck to you in the real pool. Yes. We'll have our exactly. drawing uh, Friday at 3 on Pirate Radio Live. You going to be here, Chandler? I will be. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I'm canceling this pool. <laughs> Are we going to do the pool right now? No, One, we're doing it Friday. I'll a picture of this, too, so you have it. This was One all pool. a plan to make fun I, no, of me? No, I just came up with that now. One pool went without a hitch. The other is missing 33.333% of the participants. Sounds like they have a leadership management problem over there, Clip. <laughs> Sounds like there should have been a Clip, what did you just CJ? do? No, we'll do our pool. We're okay. get our pool in. Oh, okay. All right, so good luck to Troy and CJ. Did you get y'all six horses apiece? We got, uh, we ended up deciding to do four apiece. <laughs> All right. Yeah, my math was a little off. All right, so there it is. Another. We're in. Pool and, without a hitch, and the yeah. horse that is once out again, is the, the favorite. favorite. Yeah, but that's by design. So we've said up front, it's not controversial. If Epicenter wins, then I don't owe you money. You don't owe me money. It's no problem. Yeah, it's like a, if you bet on a football game and it's a three point spread and the team wins by three, no money's exchanged. You understand that clip? One you probably day. had a push before, right? 
course. Epicenter would create a push. Sometimes a and push is and, just and, as good as a win. And look, if another the, horse get, does get put in by a scratch or something, that horse would be a push if it was to win. And if the odds come to fruition, that would be back-to-back horse races where there's no winner. Correct. Yes. Which is amazing. What are the good odds? Good to know that you're uh, viewing this as the real pool. Who's, when did I say that? When you said that there would be back-to-back pools with no winner. Well, there was back-to-back pools. With no winner, if that happens, if it happens, he's right. Mm-hmm. Our pool, the yes, real pool. Correct. I would like to um, remain open to participating in the Belmont pool. That, but, but you're welcome back in, Clip. Thank you. I will not hold any grudges against your uh, attempted coup. <laughs> <laughs> this came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I just although, so happen to be a part of it. Although uh, I appreciate my assistant commissioner with his loyalty and uh, leadership. And we were able to have a successful pool here. Very good. Very All right. good. That's how it's done, folks. Yes. Only here at Pirate Radio. Drama free as always. Shirley, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> open up the booty bag, please, ma'am. Hold on a minute. I'll hold on. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. What are we giving away on this Thursday? How about a shrimp taco lunch, courtesy of Chico's? Chico's. A lot of good options there, Troy D. Should I, should I give an insider play there? I think you should, because right. you kind of blew my mind earlier. Yeah. All right, here's something at Chico's I had last week. Turn down the music just a hair, Shirley, if you can. This is an insider tip that I gave to Clip during the break about Chico's. Blew my mind. Who has lived here his whole life. Who's been at Chico's how many times, Clip? Hundreds? You know what? Literally couldn't count. Right. Um... After and five, I said, I, I said, up. you need to try this at Chico's. Possibly one of the best things they ever have on the menu, and nobody realizes it. And I told you, and you're like, wow, I love that item, and I never knew they had it. I've had that item at multiple places. Hundreds, if not thousands of times in your lifetime. Correct. They have it at Chico's, and it's one of the best in town. It really is. I'm, not saying, I'm just saying it's a great option. If you like hamburgers, the hamburger at Chico's, is like an unknown menu item mm-hmm. and it's delicious i had their hamburger before and it's great what if your significant other your friend wants chico's you're not in the mood for mexican guess what you get a hamburger and fries and it's delicious man never so, thought about it try never it. crossed my if mind if you don't like it then tell me i'm wrong but i'm not how do and you and how about you just say thanks for the tip troy that's all that's all you gotta do how should they go about telling you you want to give out your cell number <laughs> Email. You can post on our Facebook live feed. All right. That, hey, went to Chico's, got the burger. He's right. But don't lie. If you like uh, it, yeah, make yeah, sure you honest. give him a thank you. Yeah. And if you don't, then then that's on you. But I'm telling you. <laughs> that's on your taste buds, yeah. bud. But it's, it's a little insider tip right there. I would have never thunk it. Yeah, so. just something different. All right. If you're looking for something different at Chico's. Shirley, what color are we looking for? Eight. Caller eight, 317-1250. We're back with more. RV, going to join us, Troy D? Yeah, we'll try to hook up point. with RV. They're wrapping up practice. I've right. got our uh, PGA incredible oh, yeah. stat to consider. And Saban versus Jimbo. The war is on. We got it all coming up after this. Hey. <laughs> 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles? Tighten and lift your skin. Smooth your skin texture. Erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair. Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting visiting, beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Oh, and by the way, congratulations to uh, Brad Woodard of Farmville. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's. Enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus, ice cold cervezas and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now, back to you, Clip. Back on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Clip Brock, Siege, Shirley, Chandler, Troy D. Shirley, great looking hat, by the way, today. And shirt. We, we are hat twins today. Oh, great. We, we are. We have what? This is the retro one, too. This is the kind of old yeah, school one. Yeah, this is the old one. Yeah, this is not the new one. This is what, uh, what would the guys call it at uh, Tailgate Classics, this? Vintage. Re- vintage. Vintage. Shirley and I with the vintage Pirate that Radio it- lid. This thing, and just like anything, just like used cars, this has gone up in value now, Clip Rock. This is worth more now than when it was new. You know, a lot of people think that vintage and retro are the same thing. That is incorrect. What's what the is difference? the difference between vintage and retro? Vintage means that it was made when it was made oh, years yes, ago. Yes, retro, retro it was made means to look like it was. It was made to look like it was. Yeah. See, this is truly vintage. This that was is made vintage. ten years ago, and I'm still wearing it. We could make a hat like this to look like it now, but it would be retro. It wouldn't be vintage. Yep. Interesting. I like vintage, baby. Yep. Because vintage is the real thing. It's the OGs. And Clip, there's one thing I like. It's people that are real and things that are real. What is worth more, that hat or grass from the Peach Bowl? Oh, man, come on, man. That's always, vintage. You always get another hat. <laughs> you can't <laughs> get more Peach Bowl. Hey, is this land of Fulton County Stadium still exist, my friend? Have you talked to your friends down the road about putting that you know, up for sale? No, because I, it's too Tell valuable to me. And uh, really, it's priceless, and I don't want to sell it, so I don't even want to know. All right. So, no, I have not, Fair because enough. I don't want to waste their time with it, and I don't want to sell it, and uh, I don't think I could really part with it. All right. Yeah. How many people do you know that have grass? One. From the end zone. One. From Atlanta Fulton County Stadium from the Peach Bowl victory. One of one. Thank you. All right. Troy, give us your stat. Stat to consider. Do we have a stat to consider? The stat to consider. I found this amazing because I love the Masters because you know what's great about the Masters? If you go to the Masters as a patron, as they like to call them. Oh, I know what your stat is. The concessions are very affordable. Yeah. The regular man concessions, you can get a a soda pop for a dollar. <laughs> like the way I said that. Because mm-hmm. everything's generic. Yep. You can get beer for like three bucks. Mm-hmm. You get a pimento and cheese sandwich for $2. It's a great deal. Well, not so fast at the PGA Championship this year being held in uh, Oklahoma. I've been known to have a Michelob Ultra or two before. How much you pay for them, bad boys? Yeah, you know, it depends where you're at. They're a pretty good deal if I go to my fridge. If I'm laying out in my backyard and just want to get one. Uh, If I'm at a restaurant, I don't know. Well, maybe three, four bucks. Yeah. You know? 
reasonable. If you're at the PGA Championship right now and you want a can of Mick Ultra, how much do you think it would set a young man back? All right, let's boost it up to seven, eight bucks. That's what I thought. One of those slim cans, maybe even a tall boy. Eighteen dollars gracious for a can of Michelob Ultra. Good God. At the PGA Championship. Cocktails, which involve liquor, are 19, which is something of a surprise considering the usual beer to cocktail ratio cost. Usually cocktails are way more expensive than beer. <clears throat> so you can get a, Oh, they're cutting you a deal though. Yeah. So $19 if you want like a vodka mixed drink. Wow. What a statement. $18 for a Mick Ultra. Yeah. Where is their gun? Because they are robbing you. Wow. That is a stat to consider. Yeah. It's something you'll probably remember. Eighteen dollars. I did remember. I knew what you were going to say right when you said affordable pricing at the Masters, and I knew the number was eighteen because it is unforgettable. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the Pirate Radio Live Line. I do believe we have the legend himself, Ronald Vincent, better known as Coach RV from Rose High School. Uh, RV, great to hear from you again. How are you doing, my man? Doing good. Doing good. Really hot out here today, Troy. No doubt. Uh, I assume you're you're coming to us live from Guy Smith. Stadium, which, by the way, now you could be standing on Ronald Vincent Field, if I'm correct. <laughs> sitting, in the, sitting in the dugout on the field. Uh, congratulations. What an honor, my friend. That, that was awesome when that uh, city council voted on that, I believe, last week. And uh, I know that they're going to do some really cool things out there to recognize that. And, and I, I don't know anyone that's probably spent more time at Guy Smith Stadium over, what, the last 50 years or so, RV? How, how many years have you been in uh, – in that stadium watching baseball or coaching baseball? My first team at Rose High was in 1974. But, I, you know, back when I was growing up, we played out here, you know, played Babe Ruth and played high school ball out here. So it's been a lot of years. Yeah, and it's not it's just Rose. You're, you're there for every Babe Ruth game um, just about every single night. Uh, it's incredible the amount of time that you're actively involved out there. So what an honor. Look forward to uh, the official ceremony sometime later on this year to uh, have the uh, the – I guess the ribbon cutting or whatever you want to call it of uh, Ronald Vincent Field there at uh, Guy Smith Stadium. Boy, what a game last have night. Have to line off the first and third baselines. I guess that'd be what we'll do for the ceremony. That'll be cool. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll be there for sure. What a game. First of all, you guys have a huge game coming up Friday night. Uh, it's the North Carolina Athletic High School Association uh, playoffs going on right now. You have the Eastern Region semifinals. This is a big game for Pitt County because you have two powerhouses in Pitt County going after it. Uh, you guys at Rose High uh, going against South Central, which has a great team too, matching up in a winner-take-all game to move on to the Eastern Region finals. Uh, one game away then from the state championship and, of course, uh, I believe current reigning state champions, uh, RV. So you guys uh, – have a lot on the line here but before we talk about what's coming up friday night here at guy smith stadium and how folks can can be a part of it and attend boy what a comeback to get there the other night you were playing <laughs> clip and i were talking about this what a weird team name the, the team you were playing was called orange which i told you and you said I, clip quit screwing around what's the team called? like they're or like that was orange. their name orange you guys were down i believe four nothing going into the six now for folks that don't know high school baseball only play seven innings, which, by the way, I love that rule. I wish all of baseball only played seven innings. It would put a sense of urgency on things. Yeah. I, I like yeah. that. But you came back from a 4 nothing deficit. Cam Greenway hits a, a walk-off home run in the seventh. What a comeback, RV. Uh, take us back through it from your, your perspective. 
Well, you know, we, we had been hitting the ball fairly good, and the pitcher was uh, kind of he was getting his curveball over, and and Cameron came up in the in the bottom of the sixth and doubled right center, you know, to get a little something started, and then uh, Andrew Wallen doubled it down the left field line uh, to get one uh, run in, you know, and you start well, we got a little bit chance here, and then uh, 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 Will Jenkins doubled down the left field line, and that's four to two, you know, all of a sudden everything changes, and you know, you just a, really one swing away from getting ahead, and then, you know, a couple of walks, a hit batter, and next thing you know, it's four to four. And then, you know, they, they're going through, they're about the third or fourth pitcher now because we've got the other one out. And uh, we were watching this guy warm up and said, oh, no, if he throws that curveball, Cam, you need to knock it out. And the first pitch, he threw a curveball, and Cam knocked it, you know, he hit about halfway up the light pole out there. So, uh, you know, we, we talk to our guys all the time, you know, we're ahead or behind. There's only one or two swings to be back in it. Uh, uh, don't ever get too far behind in, in baseball. So, got a chance. Yeah, and an amazing thing about that home run for uh, Cam Greenway. First home run of the year. What a way to uh, get started. <laughs> I know. I know. He's, he's, uh, we, saw we, we thought he'd hit three or four this year, you know, and he hit a lot of hard round, hard, got a lot of hard base hits. But, you know, that ball, that might have been his career, the longest throw ever of his career. So, it was a, a good time to do it. Good time to do it. Uh, I, I, I'd much rather there's a much easier way to do things. You know, go ahead and get five or six runs in the first couple of innings. And <laughs> it's a lot easier that way. But, you know, you have to – in baseball, as everybody knows, just listen, baseball is such a strange sport. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. So, you have to play – for 21 outs, you have to play every one of them. Ronald Vincent joining us and Coach uh, South Central next on the docket. You had success against the Falcons in the regular season, knocking them off two to nothing, and then uh, beating them pretty good, twelve to two, in another game. So I know that doesn't matter heading into this one. But what uh, what do you know about the Falcons after seeing them two times this year, and uh, what do they do well? Well, you know, my assistant coach Clay Medlin and I were talking back in December and January, back in that time, and we 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 had said that. You know, you know, it's probably going to come down to us in South Central in the end, because uh, South Central is going to be so hard to beat, and we're going to be pretty good. You know, so and 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 when we, we were talking way back in, you know, like say in January and even in December, you know, we knew it was going to be South Central is going to be really good. You know, got great pitching. Uh, Trace Trace Baker and uh, Boucher, they, those guys are so good, and they got a lot of speed on defense, which. Uh, you know, it, it makes defense very solid when you got a lot of defense out there. So, uh, a lot of speed out there. So we, we uh, uh, know they're good. We know, you know, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to throw strikes and we're gonna have to compete and we're gonna have to take care of the little things that uh, every baseball coach will tell you. So, but uh, uh, throwing strikes is the big deal. We just got to get ahead of hitters and and uh, and and the heat's gonna be a factor. I, I, I feel like the heat's gonna be a factor. What ninety seven? Is that what? Yeah, I saw. I saw ninety nine of a high, but luckily uh, we'll talk about when this this game's going to be played at night, so it might cool down a little bit. But it's definitely going to be a, a warm one out there. But uh, luckily, no rain is in the forecast. We're talking to Coach Ronald Vincent. He is the winningest high school baseball coach in the state of North Carolina. I've lost track of how many wins RV you've had, uh, but the total keeps growing every season. Uh, First of all, how much gas do you have left in the tank, RV? Because I've talked to a lot of people that go, "Hey, we're going there." We, you know, I've talked with some friends that you know their kids are going to play baseball, and they hope you're still coaching. Then, uh, how many more years? You know, you seem to be in great shape. You're very active. Obviously, still have a great baseball mind. Uh, how many more years uh, coaching you got in you? 
I, I, I really don't know. I really don't know. It's, uh, I, I, I really enjoy it. We, golly, we've got such good kids, and it's fun. And you know, we, we uh, you, you've heard this from other coaches. You know, the practices are, they have great practices that are a lot of fun. We get a lot of stuff accomplished, and uh, so so I really it's a question I really can't answer, and I should be able to, but I don't know. And uh, uh, you know, when you get up to my age, things can change rapidly. But who knows? Who knows? You know, I just threw back and practice out here today for about an hour or so and and, uh, that's, and uh, feel good about it. So as long as I can do that, I guess I'll keep going. That sounds good. I know a lot of people would uh, like to see you last there for a long time. All right, uh, this game has the feel of last year's playoff game when Rose and Conley went at it in the playoffs. That was over at Conley last year. I went out to that, and, man, you want to talk about a capacity crowd. Uh, anytime I think two Pitt County teams face off in the state playoffs – in a regional final or semifinal, it is a big deal, and that is going on once again Friday night here in Greenville. Now, the good news is, I guess for fans, it's at Gossman Stadium, which can hold a ton. I mean, it is, a, I will say, it's an old stadium, but it is a very nice old stadium. Uh, it's got a lot of seats. There's a plenty of standing room, too, along the sides. So uh, it can accommodate a ton of folks, and I think it's going to be a close to a capacity crowd, RV. For folks that want to go, let's once again, let's give the time, because there was some uh, miscommunication with some folks I talked to earlier today weren't sure about the time. And let's talk about how much it is to get in and how folks can buy tickets for this. Yeah, it's $7 to get in, and uh, uh, $7 at uh, 7 o'clock game. And um, unless Coach Medlin went up a dollar, but I think it's seven dollars. I have to check. But uh, uh, get here uh, early uh, on hot days. You want to get up very top of the stadium. There's a breeze coming through there, and uh, you get down to the bottom, it's going to be hot. So if you, if you want to get here early and get up on the top row, that's where uh, it's going to be the coolest. But uh, 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 and we we don't do the uh, fan go or whatever it is. We do cash at the gate yeah so i think that's important for folks to know a lot of uh schools some of them have gone to this app uh for tomorrow night it will be cat it'll be cash at the gate there is no app to uh, buy tickets at so i wanted to get the word out about that for your rv to let people know uh seven dollars at the gate gets you in seven yeah and uh like i say uh we don't do that go i think we're about the only school left in pitt county that does not do it the other way but uh, uh we we just like to do it this way so uh, hey if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It'll be, it'll be <laughs> so. fun, man. It'll be a lot of fun. There'll be a lot of people here, and uh, it'll be it'll be fun. And and, and Troy's going to be out there with his play by play, whatever it is. So be well, all over the network. We'll we'll, uh, we'll be out there covering it for Pirate Radio. We'll put some social media stuff out there for you. Uh, I don't know about my play by play. I don't know if anybody wants to hear that, but uh, definitely look forward to seeing it in person. It's going to be an awesome baseball game, RV uh, Rose High School. Going up against South Central, it is going to be a, a, another potential classic. So uh, thanks for the information, as always, and we'll see you out there at Guy Smith Friday night. Okay. Thank you, and have a good evening. All right, there good he is. Luck, Coach. Ronald Vincent, what a legend. And, uh, of course, you heard him with the uh, tip to Cam Greenway. Watching the player warm up, the pitcher, hey, he's gonna, if he hits a curveball, you need to go – or if he throws a curveball, I mean, this is why – That's good coaching. That is good coaching. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly – that's that's what you want to do. And he said it was you the know? first pitch he threw. As, if you can provide key information at the key time to a player, then you've done your job. There it is. And first of the year. Pretty yeah. dramatic stuff there. Let's take our uh, final break. We'll come back. Jimbo versus Nick Saban. 
And Simbo versus Jimbo. A little Deion Sanders mixed in there as yeah, well. Yeah, see, I missed the Deion part, so that's what I want to hear. All right. I heard you guys talking about it. I missed who was talking about it. Uh, Nick, Jim, Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Yeah. Bringing it in. Primetime. Primetime, which is going to get ugly here. Which is a mistake. Big mistake. All right. We'll Big talk tack about player. It when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Hey, the Salton Light Youth Group at First Christian Church will be having their annual out-of-the-box fundraiser coming up tomorrow night at 5.30 p.m. and it'll run through Saturday. Saturday, May 21st on the church lawn. Every year, the youth group spends the night in cardboard boxes to bring awareness and raise money for the local community shelter, Greenville Crossroads. And all proceeds raised will be given to the shelter. And uh, the church is located at 2810 East 14th Street. And the community can write a check to the church if you'd like to donate. Just put out of the box on the memo line. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. About to wrap it up. We'll finish it up like we started, talking about the SEC drama. Nick Saban earlier this week said, we were second in recruiting last year. Guess who was first? Texas A&M. And Saban said, A&M bought every player on their team. Made a deal for NIL. We didn't buy one player. <laughs> Please. Uh, but A&M brought every one of their recruits. It's all semantics. Also said that Jackson State paid a guy a million dollars to go play there. There's who was a- who he called a D1 football player. So Saban was upset that this particular player went to Jackson State. Uh, Jimbo Fisher this morning, Troy D, called a press conference. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure he was just going to let all this slide, right? right sure. No! Jimbo had a lot to say. Let's hear what Jimbo had to say earlier today, Shirley. First of all, I'll say it's a shame that we have to do this, it's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. That they broke state laws. That they're, that they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. It's ridiculous. But when, when he's not on top and the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you've got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families in Texas A&M because we do things right. We're always going to do things right. But we're, not, we're always going to be here. We're doing a heck of a job. These coaches have done a great job. Our players have done a great job. The whole organization of recruiting people. It's despicable that we've got to sit here at this level of ball and, and – say these things to defend the people of this organization, the kids, 17-year-old kids and their families. It's amazing. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. And it's despicable. It really is. And it's a shame we have to sit up here and have this conversation about things we do. And it's it, it personal to us? Yes, it is. It's personal to A&M. It's personal to our players. It's personal to our coaches and everybody involved. 
And I know the guy. know him really well. It's amazing that we're allowed to do those things. It's really despicable. And I, and I hate it. For our players who are coming here, who did things the right way, have done things the right way, and will continue to do things the right way, I apologize to you that people insult you publicly the way they're doing it. And our fans, I, I apologize to you guys for people saying those things about Texas A&M. I promise you this, there are, no, there are no violations. There are nothing wrong. It's the second time we've had to do this with grown men who don't get their way and want to pout, throw a fit, and act up. Just go ask all the people who work for him. You'll know exactly what he's about. I always said this. My dad always told me this. When people show you who they are, believe them. He's showing you who he is. Questions? To the left, Olin. A couple of things, Jimbo. First of all, have you had any contact with Nick since? No. Oh, he's called. You just didn't take the call? Not going to. We're done. And uh, He shows you who he is. And then I just wanted to. He's the greatest ever, huh? And then I just wanted to. You got all the advantages? Uh It's easy. And I just wanted to uh, just put it point blank. So no players in your, you're saying that no players in the state. There's no no laws of anything we ever promised, done, anything that goes against the laws of the state of Texas. And it's insulting to say a 17-year-old and his family broke laws. No. Down front, Brent. You know, y'all have both spoken so highly of each other in the past in terms of what y'all have done in your previous relationship. So how disappointing was it to hear that from him, you know, in terms of, you know, a mentor type? To get it's disappointing. Well? No, it wasn't. No, listen, you coach with people like Bobby Bowden and learn how to do things. You coach with other people and learn how not to do things. Wow. I mean, <laughs> shots fired. Wow. Multiple times <laughs> called Nick Saban despicable. He's the greatest of all time, ain't he? I mean, I can't wait for this Texas A&M-Alabama matchup. Aww. No, I'm blow out. No way. Do blow not out. count the Aggies out. I think y'all are nuts. Blow out. No way. Why? I, I think he because has fired. Because of this? He has fired up his fan base. He's backed up his student athletes. His players. Yes. This is uh, this is a no holds bar. This is better than wrestling right here. Bama's gonna whoop him. So you didn't take Man. the call? Nope. And I won't. You see how? He I like how that guy kept. Yeah. Kept, uh, he was trying to ask another question, and Jimbo kept diving in there. But, you know, Best I, ever, I will huh? say this. I, I, Easy so, to do, huh? So many times you hear, we talk about coach speak, and it's always coach speak, generic this, generic that. I respect Jimbo Fisher for speaking his mind, whether you agree with him or not. At least he didn't sugarcoat it. He said exactly how he felt. All right. As we end the show, Harold Varner has chipped Bird. in. There oh, we go. Useful shot right there. Plus one on the day through 13. We'll uh, talk about it more on Friday. Troy, we'll see you Monday. Absolutely. And uh, CJ, good luck in the Preakness pool. May there be a winner. And if not, so what? Shirley, CJ, see y'all tomorrow. Chandler, whatever. We'll see you Friday, 3 o'clock on Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.